Hey, 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 wonderful people. Welcome back to My Life Has Destiny podcast, where you already know who I am. And y'all know who Quinn is over there in the corner, but tonight it ain't about us. It is about this beautiful Enrica Evans, y'all. She is up here with us tonight to share her powerful testimony with the people. Uh, like I was telling her before we got on the show, I don't know. We might have church, y'all, so you better get ready. Y'all know how we do. We tell you it's a bring-your-own-sheep type of night, right? <laughs> so we are happy to have her with us, you guys. Like I said, y'all want to get up here and you want to click in and, and tap into what she's about to say. So, Quint, before we get started, do you have any words for the folks? Hey, y'all. I pray y'all had a blessed and productive day on today. I know I did. It was it was very very interesting but anyway with that being said i am not gonna be up here talking long we turning this over to our guests on tonight i'm excited about what we about to hear hopefully i won't have to bring my own sheet on tonight because um i'm already exhausted y'all know <laughs> <laughs> i hit this floor on tonight i might not be getting back up so, <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> but I pray that y'all get something out of what is about to be said. Um, I pray that it touched somebody. I pray that it changed somebody's life. I pray that somebody I gets saved say, through this testimony. Um, so that with that being said, right. I'm turning this back over. Y'all already know that, and like me and her was talking about earlier as well, that the Bible says that we are overcome by the words of our testimony you never know what your testimony might do for somebody else so tonight without further ado i am gonna let miss enrica do what she gonna do best which is tell y'all her testimony and in the midst of that y'all already know if you have comments questions put them in the chat and i will let her see them on the screen and we will go from there all right, so Miss Enrica, whenever you ready, huh? So just like I just said, I'm not tech savvy, so I'm still trying to. <laughs> it's okay, go ahead. Pull up the live. And I sent you the, the link too. Like I said, I wasn't in your messenger. So. Yeah, okay. They can also go ahead and they can comment live because I'll be able to see them on the screen. Okay, I'm so sorry. No, no reason. <laughs> this is what we do. This is how we do it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. So, first of all, I want to say thank you for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, you know, sometimes, um, and let me say this first. Like she said, my name is Enrica Evans. <laughs> and uh, I'm better known as Rico. A lot of people know me as Rico. Um, done here 30 plus years. And um, I love the Lord. Been on the battlefield a while. Warfare has been really heavy since I was a child. Uh, now I understand why. I understand why. And so I just like to say thank you so much for inviting me. I knew God had a timing and a and uh 
time set for it to come forth. Um, the lady that uh, you said had told you about me, I think um, she grabbed me maybe a year after I had come out of that thing. But uh, it's been a long time. Can't tell it really no more um, until today, tonight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we counted a privilege for you to be here because, like I said, sometimes we never know um, how God moves for other people. He works through everybody differently. And everybody has a story to tell. And, you know, I tell people all the time, it's just like that song, say, you don't know my story. I know that's right. Um, And, you know, but I want you to tell the people your story tonight. So I'm going to open up the floor for you to do just that. And like I said, we'll have a conversation. We'll interject with a question. If we got one other than that, we just going to let you flow. Amen. Hey, LHG. Thank you for coming on and supporting tonight. Hey. Subscribe. (laughs) Amen. So I give God glory. I give him honor for all the great and mighty things that he has done in my life. Okay. Um, God has really brought me over a lot of hurdles and like you said we all have a testimony um but can't nobody tell it like you can that's it (laughs) amen so yeah it's uh 2017 was a a life-changing moment for me i will personally never forget um and seemed like it happened in the peak of my career uh, of doing hair and um, I just don't think the government uh, was being honest about COVID coming out later because the symptoms sounded so much like what I went through Mm -hmm. okay so 2017 um, I was in my salon and I had just finished my um, last client, almost finished her. I put her under the dryer. Prior to that, I had been dealing with this cough. I just couldn't get rid of and taking XYZ and just couldn't get rid of it. But this particular time, I went in the restroom and um, that was like my break while she was under the dryer. And I began to cough and could never, you know, after you cough, you catch your breath. I couldn't catch my breath. And so I went back out and told my husband. And long story short, he called the ambulance. My son showed up. The ambulance came. They put me on the ambulance and took me to the nearest hospital. Uh, checked me out. They sent me back home. And when I came back home, I still couldn't breathe. Just entering the home i could not catch my breath so my one of my kids was like why don't you just go to uh wilmington virgo and i said well i feel like if i go there i won't make it that's the that's the way my breathing is being uh limited and uh so my husband takes me back to Kingsville. They put me um, in the ICU unit and uh, they were trying to find an oxygen count in my wrist. 
And that was very painful, like trying to endure them digging and digging and digging. Nevertheless, they, they were not successful while I was awoke. And so I remember the lady saying, Miss um, Evans, we're going to like kind of put you to sleep and proceed. And so my husband said they did get my oxygen account and it was way down. I forgot how many percent. Um, they took me into the x-ray and stuff back there. They couldn't see what the problem was. And then they took me a second time, according to him. And the backside of my lungs were covered with uh, severe influenza and severe mm. pneumonia. And so that was causing me not to be able to breathe. Um, so he said they uh, immediately um, called in a helicopter and they flew me to Wilmington. Yeah, and I was like, they did what? <laughs> I said, I'm glad I didn't know it. <laughs> you know? But anyway, uh, when I got to New Hanover, he said, um, a team of doctors are waiting on me. Um, and uh, when I got there, they switched the life support system that I was on to a better one when I got to New Hanover. And uh, I'm trying to get out of breath. But anyway, um, thank you, Karen. Yeah, went on to um, the ICU unit. And I'm going to tell you something funny. Um, I was discussing with my daughter that you had contacted me about this. And I, I, all of a sudden we were just talking about some of what happened. And I said, um, you know what? It seemed like I stayed in rehab a long time to get back normal, you know, something mm -hmm. normal. And I said, but I didn't stay on life support, but eight days. She said, mama, where you get there from? You were not on life support eight days. I said, really? I said, well, what were y'all going to tell me? I said, I thought eight days. She said, no. My husband said, I don't know where you got eight days from because we like to pull our hair. That's what <laughs> it felt like to you, though. Yeah, I said, well, maybe I got it mixed up when you said that they only could treat me for seven days, seven to eight days. Okay. So that's what happened when I got to ICU in Wilmington. Um, they proceeded to treat me with what they had and you can only do it for seven to eight days okay and after that it was a waiting period and he said about the eighth day they came to him and wanted him to just call the family in because they weren't seeing the medicine work and so he said i end up staying on life support a total of 30 days Wow. Did you say 30? Three zero? Three zero. So you thought it was eight, but it was actually a whole month. Mm -hmm. And why I thought it was eight, because when they was telling me, because see, I didn't know if I was here or not. I was right. out. Right. He told me they treated me with what they had. This some type antibiotic thing. They can only use what they had for seven to eight days. Period. After then, you gotta you wait know. it out. 
And so um, that's what happened. Um, they really wasn't seeing where the medicine was kicking in and doing what it needed to do. And yeah, so about the second week um, or so, they, you know, they were ready for the family to make some decisions because um, they didn't see where I was going to make it. And so um, I remember my family telling me uh, how they had me uh, in a room where you had to know the code mm -hmm. because my children and my husband were conscious on keeping my atmosphere conducive right, mm -hmm. for what God needed, wanted to do. Right. And you know how you have people just want to look in, but not really. Right. And so they did that. And I appreciate that, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. He had um some song he said he had playing, and he said, you know, he just wanted to keep my atmosphere going like it should be, because he was believing God that for a miracle. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. And so I was told that um, my lungs were only 15% uh, doing just 15% themselves and the life support was doing the rest. And yeah, 15%. And so um, I didn't know, I didn't know where I was. Only thing I know I was out and I was in a dark place. Um no I didn't see heaven. I was in a chamber of hell and I was being tormented. But before I go there good evening sis yeah. hey everybody that's coming in. Hi before I go there um my grandbabies had just not too long been born and i'm like i know i'm not getting ready to check out of here and i'm like got my new grandbabies and everything and wow you know and so my daughter told me she said mommy she said one night it was so touch and go all we heard was cold blue cold blue cold blue in the icu unit she said and it seemed like death was all around you but it never touched you hmm. Thank you, Lord. I know that feeling. Go ahead, girl. We had, we had people praying, and we were just believing God for a miracle. My youngest daughter was in college at the time, and and she had to go back during some of my time on the life support when I was still out. But this is the thing that stuck out with me too, even though I was out and with all that stuff hooked up to me, um, I can still hear. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. It's still here. Mm -hmm. And I used to hear that your hearing was the last thing to go, but I can still hear. But there were only two visits to my ear that I heard and can remember. And that was my baby girl that was getting ready to go back to college. And I could hear her just crying and sobbing in my ear and saying, Mommy, I don't want to leave, but I got to go back um, to Winston-Salem State. And on the inside, you're talking about moaning and groaning and wanted to say something but couldn't. 
Mm-hmm. On the inside, I was saying, Lord, don't take me from my children, please, you know. Yeah. And so the next conversation I remember coming to my ear was my baby sister. And at the time, she was living in Chicago. But she had flew here and her daughter was here and her daughter was in my ear. Auntie, we love you. When we get ready to go back, we don't want to go. We're going to miss you. And my sister was saying stuff in my ear and she was saying, sis, I just, I don't know. She said, well, we believe in God for miracle and we don't want to go. We got to go back to Chicago. And I was on the inside saying, I said, no, don't go. I said, just wait, 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 wait. I said, wait, I think on the inside. Because I felt like I can on the inside, I'm telling you what I was saying. I said, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting ready to break through. I said, please wait, wait. But, you know, they left and not knowing what God was going to do and everything. So, yeah. Time went on and I don't know what day God did it, but he did it. He woke me up. He saved my life. He rescued me. And my husband said, even before I got to that time, he said there were some nurses that came in. And he would say, you know, I haven't seen my wife's eyes in a long time. And she said, well, you know, we kind of turned the life support down daily. And we like mauled the middle of her chest and maybe her eyes will come open like that. So she said, you want to see? And she did it. And he said, my eyes kind of came open. So then I just went back to sleep. And he said, but I was so glad to see your eyes, you know, when they did that. And then they just turned it back up full force. Yeah, but it was all God. It wasn't the medicine. Listen. It was all God because you know why? After the seven to eight day treatment, they didn't see the medicine working. And I believe God did it that way so people could see it's all God. And it was. It was all God that brought me through. I don't know, like I said, what day I woke up. Um, I just was told I was on life support so long. But God turned it around. But I do remember, I remember uh, when I came off life support, um, Cliff said they did a procedure on me and slit my throat here. Mm-hmm. And they put uh trach in. The trachea. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, the devil, to me, the very thing that I used to give God glory, because I've been singing since I was six years old, was attacked. Like my lungs and my throat they were attacked, you know? And 
couldn't for the life of me figure out what you know taking place but now i know but um yeah they put the trank in and after they put the trank in seemed like my situation was rapidly getting better and i was able to breathe on my own you know and so they moved me from the icu unit cliff said he came in one day he was like what y'all doing he said she's getting ready to move to the what did he say seventh or tenth floor said she's getting better um and everything so anyway once i got on that floor uh one of the nurses told him, I think they bought her on this floor too soon because she's hooked to so much stuff. And, you know, he just still had that tension going on. Mm -hmm. And so still at that time, when I come through, recollection in my mind was still trying to set in. If you get what I'm saying, because when I realized that I was still on this side, and then come off of all that. I thought my husband had got me in a terrible wreck. <laughs> I'm like, what happened to me? You know, <laughs> you know, in my mind. Now, when I open my mouth to say it, no sound come out. So I'm laying up here with this trach in my neck, and something just they come in every day and suck all this phlegm out of me, and it's like black and green looking going in this machine. Also hooked up to a feeding tube, could not eat for a good while. Um, yeah, and the only thing, sensation I could get, he could put a sponge in my mouth that was cold. Um, not really give me water, but let me mm -hmm. just mash the sponge. Mm -hmm. Went through that. Um, it was a process, you hear me? Um, couldn't wash myself. You had this team coming in every so often, give me a bath right there in the bed. Um, then I had this man to come in and he was saying, you know, we get ready to do today. We get ready to get up and try to get up out of the bed. And when I proceeded to get up and sit on the edge, that's when I realized I couldn't even walk, you know, couldn't stand up. I'm thinking the bed, it just took all my strength, you know, that long. Mm -hmm. And where you hear people say that, then I found that to be true. Because mm -hmm. I had to learn to walk again. I had to learn how to uh, use my hands again. Um, couldn't talk with that trach in my neck. And so the only person that came in my room at that time was my daughter-in-law that married my son and seemed like she could catch what I was saying right away like read my lips she was really good <laughs> but what I was saying to my husband he said Rico I just can't get what you said <laughs> what is <laughs> and I had these pills up under my hand I would pet the pills and I was like oh my god so my sister had made it back from Chicago. And she said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to the nearest drugstore and I'm going to get a chalkboard. Like a board, put the letters on it, put what you're kind of saying together. Before she did that, she said, we're going to get you a pen and some paper. 
Maybe you can write it out. Couldn't write, y'all. The pen would just slide out of my hand. The use of my fingers was gone. And then I just cried, started crying because I couldn't even write what I was saying. When she came back with the little chalk kitty thing, uh, put put the letters where it, I was still wrecking, like trying to remember. Just it was messed up. Like couldn't put the words together. So, um, after that, um, the guy couldn't get me out of the bed, so they would come in and use a hoyer, lift me up, and maybe sit me in the recliner an hour or two. And that was relief for me just to get up out of that bed. They said that I was progressing, so they moved me to the 10th floor. 10th floor. Um, I believe that was rehab. Mm -hmm. And that's where all the stuff began. You know, <laughs> they uh, couldn't get me twice a day. Um, and take me to the rehab on that floor. Rehab is amazing. Like, it's amazing to see how they can work with certain parts of your body and you coming back together slowly, you know. But trying to walk maybe from where you see me now to, to this wall in front of me, I would just give out of breath and I just didn't really think I would get back together again. You know, it was, it was so tedious. Um, had to learn how to make up a bed in that uh, place and how to get on the bed, how to get in and out of a car they had parked in there. Um, playing this game where you pull the pegs out, mm -hmm. keep it from falling. Now that I was sick of that right there. I <laughs> See what this got to do with me. <laughs> I said, now you mean to tell me we got to do this? She said, yes, ma'am. I said, God knows I don't see what this is doing. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you have to pedal the thing to mm -hmm. different routines. They had a set of steps in there. You had it. There wasn't but three or four steps. Going mm -hmm. up steps were hard for me. Very hard. And to make it to that top step, it was just amazing, you know? So my lungs took a really big blow. I really didn't know how important, I knew you needed lungs to breathe and live, but when they take a blow like that, you can't really function, you know? Breathing and trying to move around and do different things is hard, very hard, so yeah. I remember one night on the rehab floor, um, I believe the nerves and stuff were waking up in my hands and I, I was going through a whole lot of nerve pain in my hands and whatnot. And it was to the point that if someone gave me what it takes to get rid of it, that type pain, mm -hmm. I probably would have tried it. I could not sleep no matter what they gave me. It was just painful and i looked up towards him and i said lord why why you know i'll try really 
to live the best I can. Why am I going through this? And it was just different times of different things. But I remember one day when I first came on that floor, the nurse said, well, I believe they sent you to this floor too early. It's like everybody's saying too early. But my uh, father wife, who is deceased now, she was saying, you know, God is going to give you a speedy recovery. Them not knowing that it was already spoken, you know, that's why. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember they took me to rehab with, I was dragging the pole because I was still hooked to the feed tube and all that. And uh, after the first session, they brought me back to my room with the pole. And I told the lady I had to use the restroom. And in the restroom, she said, okay, when you get finished, just ring the bell and I'll come and clean you up because I could not wipe myself either. And I said, okay. And so while I was in that bathroom, the Lord said, speak to that pole. And I started talking to the pole. I said, you know what? I'm sick of you. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I want you to get away from me. I said, I'm sick of you. And I kid you not. After I said that to the pole, I began to sneeze three hard times. And on the third sneeze, all that jumped out of my nose and on the floor. I was disconnected from the pole. <laughs> Come on, God. And so I pulled the string. I told the nurse, come in here. She thought I was finished, which I was finished. I'm sitting on the commode. I just spoke to the pole and God taught <laughs> me to have a really hard sneeze. And on the third sneeze, all these, this feeding tube jumped out of my nose that was connected to this pole. So she came in and she said, oh my goodness, what have you done? You did you put? I said, no, ma'am. I said, I sneezed. I said, and on the third sneeze, all of it came out. I said, but, um, you know, you can get whoever you got to get in contact with to see what needs to be done. I said, but I will tell you this. None of that is going back in me. <laughs> she said, oh, she said, you can't. You, that's the way you get your food. I said, no, ma'am. I said, no more. I'm not. I'm refusing that. I said, so whoever you got to go tell and get, let them know that Rico is refusing this. <laughs> <laughs> now, at that time, y'all, uh, I could talk. I could talk. I don't know if the trait was already out there or what, but that's what I told her. And I could talk. I was still on the rehab floor. And I think they had done removed the trait because it was a piece of tape over my uh, thank you. It's a piece of tape over my neck. And yeah, I could talk at that time. And so I told her I was refusing that. And uh, later on, the doctors and stuff, the doctor came in and his assistants and whatever. He said, Mr. Rico, we heard what happened. He said, and they told me you were refusing that. I said, yes, sir. It's not going back in. He said, well, you do have that right. I said, well, good. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, what we got to do now is think to 
another part of therapy where we can run this camera down your nose. Mm-hmm. I said, while me being awake, while I'm awake, he said, yes, while you wake, I said, good God. Of it. <laughs> he said, but it's so tiny. He said, we run it down your nose and we're going to see if you can swallow properly because since you're refusing to get this back in, you know, we want to see if it, you can swallow right. properly. Went through that and um, everything turned out well. Everything turned out well and I was eventually switched um they had me on puree at first mm-hmm. but then i was eventually switched to like the real deal food. Oh. and then the devil was missing them because they would come in with the tray and then walk right past me i said wait a minute they told me i'm eating the real deal now <laughs> he said we ain't got them instructions <laughs> i did not you see this we don't got no orders yet. They said I eat me some chicken now. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. Whatever. Not this stuff right here. The applesauce. I'm sick of this. <laughs> so they end up getting it right. But then most of the time, my tray will be sitting up there in the nursing station. I'm back here waiting, you know, that type thing. Because you was on isolation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honey, you hear me. So another part of my therapy too, I had to go to this other lady that would talk my head off. But that was just to see to keep me from falling asleep because I had a tendency to fall asleep on you. Guess who's staying on life support so long, right? So I said, Who is this lady? You know, what am I? I don't care about no flowers and stuff. What is she talking? And then she gave me a worksheet that I go ahead and finish that right quick. And she talking, honey, you got to stay woke. But it's so many different levels of that therapy. Mm-hmm. And rehab. You've been amazed at how it gets you back. But right. yeah, mm-hmm. old girl went through, honey. <laughs> but anyway, uh, bless God, he brought me through that. I, I give him all glory because I know it was him. My son's yeah. army, we seen God work a miracle right before our eyes. Right. And and this is the thing, Miss um, Coco, right? Mm-hmm. Miriam. Seemed like when that hit me, so many things were going on in my house. My son was like hanging around the wrong crowd. I was trying to fix that, trying to fix another thing. But God used that situation to fix all them things. Mm-hmm. Like it's like when I did come through and come home, everything was fixed with just that one incident. Yeah. Like my son shifted into maturity. What was going on between me and my husband? God worked it out. Like yeah. I'm like, God, you awesome. You done fixed like four mm-hmm. or five things with one situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And he said that he 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 told God, if you bring my wife home, you know, let her live. He said, I promise I won't drink anymore. Come on. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Come on. Thank you, Lord. So yeah, because Ooh, Jesus. he said I had a habit unannounced to you and I was spending XYZ per week on that. So yeah, he fixed a lot of things. Fixed a lot of things. I found out my oldest daughter gave her life to Christ. Come on, yeah. Thank when you. Lord. Saw God worked that miracle in my life. And my my baby girl was able to just have me still, you know. 
um, as a mother because she hadn't quite finished college yet. And uh, the college had kind of terminated her, but God allowed me to appeal that with a letter and everything. They accepted her right back in. So yeah, God is awesome. Yes, he's he is. Awesome. And so I remember towards the end of rehab, they took us on a trail outside. They said, we're going outside tomorrow. Everybody on the four walk, four prong uh, walkers, if you was in a wheelchair, whatever, you was in a line going outside. And I was so happy, you know. <laughs> it was like a kid and went on a field trip in school, right? Mm-hmm. They took us around the hospital and we ended up to in front of these steps. They want to see who can go up the steps and down the steps. Then we ended up on another hallway. We had to find things that were hidden in the hallway. It was fun, you know? And I remember just going through all those levels on that nature trail. And I was so happy at the joy of the Lord. I, I just had joy that day for real. And so, you know, when you got that, the enemy going to try you, right? So we had a lunch break. And um, this nurse that I didn't know and had never seen she was on that particular nature trail that day with us and so my husband went and got what i needed out of the little cafeteria and she waited till he got up to tell me she said you know when you were on life support your brain swole and when she said that i was like really i said I, I never knew that. I said, not, uh, my doctor never told me that. And she said, yeah, it's well. I said, well, you know what? Since you told me that, I said, all I know, God preserved everything that was in my brain. I didn't forget my name. I didn't forget my children. I didn't forget my address. All of the basic stuff that I needed to know, God preserved it. She said, yeah, but I thought you should know it. So I could see the enemy using her to take that joy I had that day, you know, because I didn't know that part piece of information, you know, but why did you decide to give it to me then? Because you were being used by the enemy to steal that joy from me. Mm-hmm. And when she said it, it was like a dagger to my chest and the tear fell down. But yeah, I remember being released um, on Mother's Day weekend. That's when my doctor said, okay, uh, come through all the levels and rehab. You're doing fine. We're going to send you on home. Um, and it was Mother's Day weekend. Mother's Day. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't pass the test knowing how to get in and out of a car and rehab. And I remember uh, them putting me in the car, my husband driving me home. The motion of the car was freaking me out. Like I could not take riding in a car on 40. And I'm like, my God, I know I got to get home, but I'm about to freak out. Like, you got to stop the car. He's like, what's wrong? I, I said, I can't take the motion of the car if you get what I'm saying. He said, well, let me pull over. I'm, I'm going to try laying you down in the back seat where you can't see us past, you know. 
So he laid me down in the back seat, and that's how I made it to Hampstead. We stopped in Hampstead. Uh, and I got out, catch some air, and then we made it on to Wallace. But that was even a struggle trying to get home with that motion. I guess because I hadn't rode in a car so long, you know. <sighs> One thing after another. Uh, got home just to show you how spirit different spirits attach themselves to you. I never, you know, you hear of anxiety, but I experienced anxiety mm -hmm. when I got home. Couldn't take more than two people around me. I started feeling like I'm smothered and I was like, oh my God. And then I would just leave out of the living room and just go lay down. Um, just couldn't take people around me. And I said, when I was in the bedroom and I was laying down, I looked up, I said, God, now my family on my grandmother's side is throwing me a dinner in a couple of days. They're glad to see me home. How am I going to stay to the dinner? you know, all day, and I can't take more than two people around me. I said, I need you to help me. And he said, use what I have equipped you with and bind it in my name. I said, well, I need you to help me. He said, you got what it takes. It's in your mouth. I started binding that spirit of anxiety. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Oh, Lord Jesus. And some of everything else I was saying. And I was able to go to the dinner. And you know what? I stayed all day. Praise God. And not from that point on, I was never bothered with anxiety again. That spirit had attached itself to me. Evidently in the hospital. What I, the level. Mm -hmm. More likely that's where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I got over that, <laughs> and then I was going through a period where when I ate, I felt like the food was stuck right here, and I'm like, God, I don't want to go back to the hospital. What's going on? And he said, it's just when your neck is healing. This is him talking to me, y'all. Mm -hmm. He said, things are a little stiff. He said, I need you to do this. Just start doing this. Stretching your neck. Stretching your neck. <sighs> Just for that little simple exercise, never been bothered with my food going down anymore. Going down. So God was taking me through different levels. I, like I said, I came home on a four-prone walker, and, and eventually God brought me on off of that. Um, my lung doctor has sent all types of uh, oxygen machines there. Um, I'm supposed to be toting one around today according to what he said. God never let me go through that process. Um, I am a CMOS distributor. Didn't really know anything about that, what it would do for my respiratory system and my lungs. But God used that to bring me out a lot of what was going on. And I'm able to walk. I'm able to ride my bike. Things I couldn't do, I'm able to do now. And okay. yeah, God gave me, I really didn't think I was going back to do hair, God restored that. He Praise just he built me back up again. Like, yes, that's, that's, yes. that's one of the make me over moments, girl. Make me <laughs> over moments. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but 
I give God all the glory. God has been good. And I do want to say not one day did my husband leave me. He stayed with me the entire time. Amen. The entire time there was a state employee house that they would allow you to stay in. Mm -hmm. And you would stay over there and come back over every day. Every day. So I thank God even for him yes. with me, you know. Amen. You Amen. know, uh, pushing I me down you. the hallway in a wheelchair and making sure I had the warm blanket because, you know, they're sticking you with the needle every day to make sure you don't get blood clots. That makes you cold. Mm-hmm. But another funny thing before I jump to the next part, my husband had got my baby girl to sit with me one night. That was when I couldn't talk. And he said, how she do last night? And in front of me, she said, she did good, Dad. And he said, when she got him in the hallway, she said, Daddy, Mama woke me out. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I'm so sleepy. I'm so tired. She said, Mama woke me out. He said, what she do? My my baby girl said, she beat that pill all night. And she said, I couldn't understand what she was saying. She said, but honey, she worked on me. But anyway, I just thank God for all that he has done in my life. And you know what? Even though I stayed on life support for all that long time, I asked the Lord, I said, why do I remember that place where you took me or you allowed me to go? Why do I remember all that so clearly? He said, so you can come back and tell people that hell is real. That's right. And I said, well, why I didn't get the experience heavy? You know, you hear people say, see the light and all that. Mm-hmm. No, you mm-hmm. had to see this part. He said, but I was with you. I already knew I was going to bring you out of it. Mm-hmm. But you. I do remember uh, it, being in a dark place, a chamber, a dark place, a chamber, very dark. But I was flat on my back. And I was on this like stretcher, like, but seemed like I was on this stretcher, but I was stretched across a tunnel, a great big tunnel. And the stretcher at the top part of my back had a opening in the board. If you can visualize what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And I felt this thing connected to me on my back like a child would be connected to a person when when you have them on their back. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't see it. But the hands of that thing proceeded around my chest and it locked itself like this. So I could see these hands on my chest with the fingers crossed like this. And they looked at real old and aged. Okay. And so this tunnel that I was stretched across I could hear waters. I could hear waters. And they must have been dark waters because no light was coming up from that tunnel. While I was in that uh, chamber, I could hear the cries of people being tormented. The smell in that chamber felt like mad. Like I can't explain the smell in that chamber. But it was death, smelt like death. It smelt, it was just a different kind of stink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we're not talking about the lake of fire because that haven't occurred yet. 
-hmm. we're talking about their people there now that's being tormented okay a lot of people think when you dead you done no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. um i could hear the cries of the people but i couldn't get up i was stretched across this tunnel and i was being tormented actually me being stretched across this tunnel not being able to move and this thing that it was attached to me had his hands like that um this witch was assigned to me she's coming in and out of my chamber and telling me what to do to me now when i first came out the hospital and i tried to tell somebody about they thought i was crazy and God shut me up. He said, they're not going to receive that. Right now is not the time, you know. Yeah. The dog was crazy. But I remember it so clear. And she was coming in and out this chamber. Um, never really could see her face. But she had a bad body, like a shape. Nobody would say a bad shit, like Coca-Cola. <laughs> Couldn't see her face though. And she was telling me, you know what? I'm going to do X, Y, Z to you. And um, because I'm sick of you giving God praise. And wow. I'm sick of you singing praises unto him. She said, I know wow. you've been singing since you was a little girl. And she said, I'm going to make sure that that don't happen in case he rescue you. Mm-hmm. In case. So she showed me this leather strap. You know the leather little strap? She, little did she know. Okay. Wait, but she said in case. So in she case. knew. In case. Okay. <laughs> now I'm laying there. I can't say nothing back to her. I can hear her. And um, she showed me the strap that she was going to use to rip my tongue out. Wow. And it looked like like you know the 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 spirit shoes that have that leather strap in it sometimes or a penny loafer mm-hmm. strap. Anyway, that was the strap. And she meant to take it with her but she left it on my chest. Now I know this might sound crazy. Mm-mm. She left the strap on my chest cuz she said she was coming back later to do that. And this thing that was on my chest the fingers started moving and got the strap and took the strap and hid it behind me. <laughs> oh, God, go ahead. So when she come back in, she couldn't find the strap. This thing was whispering in my ear, could never see what it looked like. And it was saying, don't worry, when she come back in, she won't be able to do that to you. <laughs> not knowing that this thing this thing that was attached to me lied to me and gave her the strap anyway <laughs> in a compromising situation something mm-hmm. that thing wanted her to do for it slipped her to strip anyway and she did not grant that thing permission or whatever that thing wanted 
Instead, she loosed the hands of that thing away from around me because she was furious that it took the strap. And the thing drowned. It fell to the tunnel that was under me that I was stretched across. And so she took the strap and she tied it around my tongue and she with all her might was pulling and pulling and pulling and could not for the life of her rip it out of me. Then she left the room. Still dark down there, still smoky, still hearing the cries of the people. And then I began to talk to God in the tunnel. Couldn't see a light or nothing, but I heard God in my ear. I got you. I got you. It's all I could hear. And I'm like, Lord, if you got me, get me out of here. Get me out of here, you know. I don't think I have no feet. Because before she proceeded to do what she did, she had these uh, crocodiles and alligators loose on me. And they were biting my feet and my legs. But God didn't allow me to feel the pain of it. I just knew I didn't have feet. So when I on flipped the script, when I came off life support, y'all, the first thing I looked at was my feet. And I was doing my feet like this. Couldn't talk, but inside I said, God, I got feet. I got feet. But when I could talk, I told my kids, I said, the reason why I was moving my feet like that, I said, because that chamber I was in, they were bitten off. I didn't think I had them when I come back. They they didn't want to hear because there was already... They just said, Mommy, we can't stand to hear. So I stopped. I stopped. I didn't proceed to tell them, you know, what was going on. But anyway, yeah, I didn't think I had feet. And I asked the Lord before she came back in to do whatever to me. I said, um, God, what was that thing attached to me on my back with the arms proceeded around me? He said that was an old hag that attached itself to you when you were a child. And he said, through the years, it grew. It grew. And he said, the name of that thing that was attached to you was called rejection. Wow. He said, so when I bring you up out of here, you (laughs) will be delivered of rejection. Oh, Lord Jesus. And I said, how in the world was that attached to me so long? I was in apostolic churches. I was in deliverance ministries. Hmm. This, you name it, I was around the fire churches. Hmm. He said, because they were chopping away at the leaves, but they never dealt with the root. Come Mm -hmm. on. You better say it. Come on. Say it. It's your true deliverance. Nobody ever dealt with the root. Come on. And he said that thing kept growing, kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. And then he began to take my mind back and show me and vision how when I was a child, how that thing attached itself to me and grew and grew and grew. See, when I was a child, my grandfather 
almost always told me he paid for me. Um, I always really wanted to know why my daddy was not in my life. So, you know, that's where rejection starts. And, you know, you're always trying. I was the kid that was always trying to make my grandfather proud of me or make my mother proud of me or make my grandmother proud of me. So I could, you know, a child, you want them to be proud and give you love and give you. And that's what I spent my time doing. Mm -hmm. Trying to win their love and win their hugs. And and when I discovered that I could sing, oh boy, Hmm. my grandmother would take me, uh, put me on the choir. Anything, that's my grandbaby. You know, and that's the only time that I would really feel the love from them is when I'm singing in front of people and y'all can say that's my grandbaby. Mm -hmm. But in between time, that's when I really wanted the love and I wasn't getting it. Mm -hmm. If you get what I'm saying. And so I grew up trying to 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 make my mom proud and just make my granddaddy proud. And my granddaddy, it was just hard, you know. And he would always let me know I paid for you. (laughs) And I just felt like an outcast coming up with my cousins and different things. But God got me through it. Mm -hmm. And so when I became an adult, had my children, seemed like I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for that father figure, still dealing with rejection. And yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're still carrying this around. This thing is still growing. You hear me? But God actually showed me what it was in the pit. Being that it had already drowned, somehow another God gave me a vision of what it looked like. If, If I could draw it, I would draw it. But it was a real old hag and the arms proceeded around my chest. But God said I drowned in rejection in that in that chamber. When you go back, you won't have to, you won't have to deal with that anymore. He said, because I broke it off of you and I built your walls back up. He said, when you go back, you know how you want accolades and validation from people. He said, you won't even be concerned about none of that. He said, that's what you wanted. You wanted validation. You want somebody to say it's okay and yeah, he said that's gone. Yes, ma'am. Wow. He said you won't even uh care if they call your name or not. I know that's right. <laughs> when you come up in a place, you know. I said, wow. But yeah, God drowned that thing in the pit. You hear me? Mm-hmm. And you can hear the cries of it screaming went before it hit the water. It was going on this long dark tunnel. And when it hit the water, you hear the splash of it. Yeah. But then God allowed me to look to my right. Still couldn't get up. And I would see this chamber that was in that tunnel that was built. And there were people going in and out that chamber consulting with that witch. I guess she was a psychic and stuff too. I don't know. But the people he showed me going up and out of that chamber 
I was like, God, why are you showing me these people? Those people right there, some of those people that I see are still living. Mm -hmm. They haven't died. He said, I'm showing you these people that are still living. He said, this is what they do. He said, they go, they call Cleo. They hmm. consult witches. They consult psychics. He said, but they still proclaim my name. Hmm. And he said, then they'll get up in church and testify and say, I did it when they know they don't work it out themselves. Hmm. And they have consulted the witch doctors and whatnot. Hmm. And he said, when you go back, you're going to be able to tell that hell is real. And the ones that's doing these type things, you got a place waiting on you. Mm, mm, mm. He said, because people are claiming they're doing this in my name and that in my name. And he mm -hmm. said, I'm mm -hmm. a God of my word. I can't lie. He yeah. said, and when that time comes, I'm going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. Mm -hmm. Workers of iniquity. He said, even people, um, he showed me cards like uh, you go by to scratch off and numbers and stuff like that. Wow. And I'm like, why am I seeing this in the chamber? He said, because people are trying to make their own way. Make their own way through gambling, through scratching and different things. And they're saying, I bless them when I'm... I'm not even a part yeah, of it. Okay. And he said, but when you go back, address these things, because this is what I'm telling you to say. This is what I'm telling you to say. He said in the Christians, the so-called Christians that are doing it, they're going <laughs> to the stores way down the road where they think nobody see them. Mm -hmm. And then they're holding up the line, trying to get the scratch offs. And he oh, said, yeah. and then when they get in church, they saying God did it. Uh -uh. When they know they don't hit the numbers, he said uh -huh. this type thing. He said is not in holiness, and not a part of being sanctified. This not a part of me. He said it's just what they call Christianity, and a religious spirit has overtaken them. And it's like dead man walking. He said, but if a change does not take place, this very chamber that you're in, that's where their home will be. He says, so I'm sending you back to warn the people that hell is real. It's not when you dead, you done. You have a choice to make. Will you be lost or will you be saved? So that's the message that God gave me. Um, like I said, I will never forget that chamber. It was just devastating. Um, the witch did return back and, um, she couldn't pull my tongue out. So she came back in with this little gun about like this. And she proceeded to shoot me like on this side of my head and um, I started bleeding, but I didn't die. And she was just screaming, you need to die. You need to die. You need to die. And I didn't die. But I remember in the chamber, every now and then, God would give me a break. And what I mean about break, 
I would, instead of being in this dark chamber, I would find myself in this white room, whiter than white, whiter than white. And I would see this angel at the front of the room. And I would be in like the third row of chairs in this room. And I was dressed in whiter than white. The chairs were white. And all of a sudden, I started feeling light. Like I could walk to the front of that room where that person was, that angel was. And when I got up and proceeded to walk toward that angel, the angel would say, stop. I said, yeah, but I can walk to you. I feel good. The closer I walk to you, it seems like I'm feeling good. He said, no, it's not your time yet. He said, go back. Go back. Go back. Sit down in your chair. I said, no, but I want to come towards you. And behind the angel was like a white curtain. He said, if you come to me, you're not going to be able to go back. And then all of a sudden that white room would blink out and I'm back in the pit. Yeah. And so God uh, took me all the way down just to bring me back up again, y'all. And yeah, basically. And that's that right there. <laughs> Powerful. And I mean, we just had the conversation before. I didn't even know she was going to say all this, but we literally just had the conversation before when I said, if you give somebody something at the wrong time. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. At the hmm. wrong time, you can mess, you can jack their life up. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They're they not ready. They're not ready for it. And that, that right there is something. Every time you try to tell your full testimony, the people that you were trying to give it to weren't ready for it. Mm. They didn't have the capacity to receive it. And right. that that is something. I was going to ask her the same thing, Coach Fee. <laughs> I'm waiting on the book. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, I promise you, you just to hear what you have already said. Um, I mean, if I was reading the book, I'd be like on the edge of the seat. Like, yeah. you know, just like, okay, like what, what's for the half of it? Like, because that's that's how it's, I mean, it's so, your testimony is is very, one, compelling. Two, two, to a person who really don't know God, it would captivate them into wanting to know who he was. My God. Because of the type of miracle that you went through and then everything else. Most people, when they talk about their near-death experiences, they are talking about, you heaven. know, seeing angels in heaven. A lot yeah. of people talk about the other side because they ain't been there. You Thank know? you. <laughs> or, or it's something different. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? For for everybody, it's something different. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, I I tell you. I tell you. And I will this, say this. You see where you lot, I will say that when I did come back home and was thinking of how God didn't let me forget the experience I went through in the chamber. Um, I was like, still had questions. God, why was that? Why was this? And why was that? It seemed like he would, the ones that he did not answer while he was in the pit, you know, 
he slowly but surely gave me the answer you know but there is a still a certain part of it i still don't really understand to this day is why before i went in the pit why was i in south carolina and why was i captured by a group of look like african people and taken underground because you know they they say that south carolina certain parts of certain states are full of witchcraft mm-hmm. right um and then the the group of people that you say you were captured by mm-hmm. there's actually a group there and they actually have a name and that's what they do okay um and i'll send you i'll send you the the, the excerpts about it um and that's what they do um wow. the, the funny thing about it is they have a whole coven wow um and so it's it's a lot and it's funny that he shows you this stuff yeah but what he showed you is is real but can i say this too while you were talking i heard if you make your bed in hell i'm right there with you Mm -hmm. i was gonna say say that later yeah now one of the biggest things when it comes to viral infections there's no medication for it so the whole time you're talking a virus has to pass through flu is a virus mm-hmm. you're saying they gave you something for and they said it's only gonna work for seven days no god been taking care of you since it started <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. you yeah. had expressive aphasia it's so frustrating because you know what you want to say but you can't get it out Mm -hmm. and it's you but the one thing the enemy could not take was your spirit wow the entire time the lord you're communicating with him Mm -hmm. the entire process the enemy couldn't take your hearing he couldn't take your tongue and he couldn't take your spirit. My God. The most he didn't, powerful allow, he didn't allow the devil to take her joy. At all. You know, that's that's something that a, that apostle talked about on Sunday. She said, remember that the joy of the Lord is your strength. And he yes. told you. He kept reassuring you, I got you. Don't even worry. I got you. And you told your sister, I'm getting up. Don't leave yet. I'm getting up. Mm-hmm. So you already knew. You never doubted. My God. Through your whole mm-hmm. process, you never doubted. What I love, you fought the whole time through the witches, through the warlock. The enemy used you. The biggest place the witches and the warlock is, is in the hospital. Yep. Wow. Yeah, they be on every floor. Every floor. It's a fight, a spiritual fight. And certain floors are more demonic than others. You know, when you said that, I remember when I was on this floor, I didn't come off life support, but I still couldn't speak because of the trach in my neck. And I had this lady, seemed like I was anxious, and I kept looking toward the hallway. They had my door open. And 
I was like, why did they leave my door open? Because I was still terrified of the witch. And I thought the witch was going to come in and disconnect me, even though I had to come back on this side. And so I was anxious, you know, and terrified. And so this lady came in my room and she was cleaning my room. And I heard her conversating with my husband. I couldn't talk, but he was asking her where she was from and whatever. And when she said Africa, I'm in the bed and I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Not That's saying that place, but you had to understand where I just came from, you know? And right. I know who I, I was captured by. Um, and I was like, oh my God. Right. Everything I did again in the bed. I couldn't talk, but I'm looking around and I'm wanting him to stop. I'm doing like this. And he was telling her about our new grandbaby. And I was like, don't do it. You know, and I thought she was going to steal our baby. And oh, but look it. Let me bring something else to your attention. Everything you said, you saw. Yes. But let me bring something else to your attention. He used your enemy to kill what was holding you down. Mm. Mm-hmm. He used the witch to, to release, release what was holding you. It was holding you and he drowned it. Wow. You see, it's like that, it's like that that saying that some people wow. have is the enemy of my enemy, my friend. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> because but, like I mean, I'm telling you, this 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 happens with me and her all the time. But I would go say she say it right now. So it's but, like, look, you know, it's, it's funny because when she said when you said that. That was the first thing I thought. I was like, you know what? He used the witch to release what was holding, what what was binding her yeah. at the moment. And then the witch continued to try to do what she was doing, but she didn't even realize that what she was trying to do to bind her won't even work no more. But when she, when she released what was binding you, it took part of the power she had over you. Exactly. Hey, come on here. Exactly. <laughs> and so she didn't even realize what she had done to herself. But wow. not only that, she could only do what God allowed. Yeah. And it, the it was whole like a, time, it was like a look, look, look at the power that was on your tongue. The whole mm. time she trying to rip it out and it mm. ain't going nowhere. Right. The power that's in your mouth. Mm. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. The entire entire time you were speaking life over yourself. My God. And and also that's the reason why she was trying to take your tongue. Exactly. It It won't because that's what you use to get him praise. That's because that's where your power lies. But oh now God. that's what she was trying to take, and she couldn't because God won't go let her do that. Like it for me, while the whole time you was talking, all I could hear was one of my favorite scriptures. And people say, Why is this your favorite scripture? All I could hear was, Don't he slay me yet? Yet will, yet I, will I, I trust him. Him. But because but at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they tried. Everybody tried. Mm-hmm. And they and all failed. Failed. but look and at then this. you had the woman come to you to say, Oh. You know, say what she said to try to take your joy. Mm-hmm. It made me think of when his wife came to him and said, "Won't you curse God and die?" Mm-hmm. He looked at her and said, "You foolish woman." Mm-hmm. 
Because you still spoke. You still spoke what what God did. But what's going through my spirit now? You know that song that that be like healer, healer. Uh -huh. he Once the Lord heals you from something, That's you it. become. Uh, he gives you the power to heal. That's it. Oh wow. That's it. Because it's, it, it's it's funny how he takes the ones that ha that have that come they have a bit of affliction, and when he gets you up, he uses your, your bed. bed of he uses your bed of affliction to heal other folks. Mm -hmm. And every and it don't even have to be that you got to go and physically touch nobody. Your testimony, the, is, the testimony is what's touching the folks. Yes, because for a long time it's like the anyway. Even though God had brought me through all this and yes, got my health back and everything, like I, my mouth was still trying to be muzzled. People didn't really want to. Yeah, they don't want to hear. It they don't want to heal. First they don't off, want to hear it one because the people that He allowed you to see that won't dead yet. Hmm. If you if when He brought you out, if He would have said, "I need you to go find every face that you saw hmm. and go tell them what you saw." And tell them that I now see. Hmm. And I bet you they wouldn't have been able to take it. Because wow. at the end of the day, he allowed you to see it for a reason. And he told you exactly what to say when you gave hmm. your testimony. Like, this is what I saw. And you think I don't see you. Remember, oh. I am omnipotent. I see yes. you. I and see so exactly you, what you're doing and how you're doing. I see what you're doing. And, 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 and me? I've given my servant the power to bind up, to cast out, and to heal. All you got to do is speak it. That's it. You wow. know what he possessed. That's it. And I, I tell he, you. He not done with you. I tell you. That's why it. the enemy tried to bind your mouth up because yes. he's not done with you. First of all, like the whole time you've been talking, all I can hear is eyes have not seen. Oh, Jesus. have ears heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. What I have in store for you. But and you know, it's just it's just one of them things where you sit back and you be like, mm -hmm. like you just waiting. Right. You don't know what's coming from where, how it's going to come, and how he's going to do a thing. And like you kept saying, you knew that there was a date for it, but you didn't yeah. know when. And then here, know I am, here I am, somebody you don't know. <laughs> They come out of they come out of nowhere, and I was like, I need. Can you please? Uh, wow! And this was God ordained because. Can I tell you what I love the most before you finish your statement? Yes. He got your house in order first. He does yes, things he did. in see and in order. Listen, I was gonna go so there too. Quick, get out of my head, man. See, I'm your, your affliction you. was not in vain. <laughs> he utilized your affliction to bring your house in order because listen, he listen. Knows you got a work to do, baby. But listen, you listen, listen. This is how he did it, though. Oh, Jesus. This is how he did it, though. And it's funny that this is how things work. He had to get everybody in your household to a point of where they thought they were going to lose you first. Exactly. Oh, in order, my God. In order for them to realize that listen, I'm at work. I'm gonna show you my glory through her, so mm. you get your life right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then while you get your life right, you are gonna see me work some more miracles, and it's really gonna make you get your mm. life right. And so oh, not only that, they got their life right for real. And they, <laughs> they got they, in position they done gave their life to him because of what they have seen. 
Wait, but they that, got yeah, in they position. Your so. husband had to take his proper place as the Listen. head. Listen, and it's not just the husband, the son. The son. The son. The men. The men, the men have stepped up and, and started getting it together. And not only that, your daughters now have a different retrospect of who God is. Hmm. Because Come of what you hear. And that's the thing. I tell you, like people, people don't understand and people don't get it. But oh. honey, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> and I, I'm trying to tell you, like, you don't understand. Like, oh I, my I, God. I, like I ain't got no go to the flow moment, but I tell you, I can put on some crap music right now and go one of those moments where you have to sit, where you have to sit back and say, God, you did it again. Again. Ain't nobody say that you didn't do it. Mm -mm. Not only that, while you was talking about your testimony, the other thing I got from it was like, if I was one of those people, listen, he left the 99 to come get his one. Yes. To no come more. and get his one. And you was that one. Hmm. At the end of the day, he didn't leave you where you was. Your mm -hmm. test, the part of your testimony about you going to hell, it remind me of the stage play that I tell everybody to watch. Oh, tell hell, I ain't coming. Yes, yes, yes. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, the way, the same way he dealt with the pastor in this stage play is everything you said you saw. And oh I tell God. people all the time, I need y'all to go watch this stage play called mm -hmm. Tell Hell I Ain't Coming. Because how um, he this pastor in the play, the pastor dies in the pulpit while he's God. preaching. And instead of him thinking he he go to the gate now, but when he get to the gate, the angels say, No, you can't go here. Mm -mm. He say, he you. He now ain't he, time. He's sending you this way. Mm -hmm. This he got to walk down this long I was just dark ready to say road. That. Mm -hmm. He gotta go down this long dark road. And when he hit a place. He meet all the members of his church and what mm -hmm. they were doing. Mm -hmm. that he was never aware of. God showed him everything that every member of the church mm -hmm. was doing. And mm -hmm. when he wow. brought him back, he said, God, I don't belong here. Mm -hmm. I don't belong here. I need you to come and get me. And God told his angel, said, I need you to go get him. Hmm. Okay. I need you to go get him. And they, you can show the struggle in the fight. And he took his Bible when he died. He died with his his sword with him now, mm -hmm. and he could see you could see him trying to hit every time he waved the Bible. He was knocking the devil back mm -hmm. every time he spoke a word. It knocked mm -hmm. the devil back. And when he finally got him in the pit, that's when the angel showed up to come and take him out. Mm -hmm. And when he got back and he woke up off that floor, they was like, "Bishop, you was dead. Bishop, you was dead." He said, "I know I was, but I came back because he sent me back with a word to tell you." Mm -hmm. what hell is like mm -hmm. come on and he called me to tell all of y'all that if you don't get your life right that's where you going but mm -hmm. i came back to tell you today to tell hell i ain't coming mm -hmm. tell him i ain't and coming honey. What he said and so i tell you something just mm -hmm. to hear that let me tell you people don't understand they don't understand they don't understand. i asked the lord i said why hmm. <laughs> but this Why did is the you thing. let me experience all that? He said, "Now for you, not for you." He said, "All of your walls were down." You mm -hmm. know how God tell us to get vulnerable. Guard our hearts with all diligence. Yeah. He said, "All of your walls were down." He said, mm -hmm. "I built you back up like a fortified city." Come on mm -hmm. here. And he said, "How your walls came down? You were moving in me." 
but you were moving in rejection. Hmm. Come on. That's why he told me when you write the book, call it riding on the gift on the roll car is that rejection. Mm-hmm. Riding the gift on the roll car rejection. I said, mm-hmm. God, what do you mean? He said, because you were riding the gift I gave you mm-hmm. since a child. He said, then when you became an adult, that thing was still attached to you so big, you begin to think it was all about you. Mm. Wow. When you sang and when you go to places, oh, it wasn't happening until you got there. Mm-hmm. Wow. He said, you began to get beside yourself. Yeah, and you would say that to God be the glory, but really it wasn't to God be the glory. Mm-hmm. And he said, I had to rescue you from you, from you. Yeah. He said, but when I did it, I had to show you the chamber of hell that was real. Even though I was going to rescue you, he said, I was building your walls back up. Mm-hmm. He Come said on, that man. thing broke off of you. I was building your walls back up. Different mm-hmm. things that had attached itself to you oh, that you didn't get delivered from on this side. Ooh. I did it. Mm-hmm. He yes, said, man. now you're like a fortified city. Guard mm-hmm. your heart with all diligence. This time when you go back, he said, I have increased the fear and the admiration of God in you. Come on. He said, it has been increased because before it wasn't like that. He said, but now you truly fear me mm-hmm. and you adore me. And so, girl, when I came back over here, <laughs> when I come off like sport, when I could talk, I would tell everybody I love me. I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, my family really thought I was kind of like, I love you. <laughs> because I had just came out of a devastating place. I was mm-hmm. like changed. I said, oh, my God. And yeah. so one of my family members, I can't, will not call their name, but very close. I heard that they said that uh, by me being on support, maybe I wasn't all the way back together again. Mm-hmm. My brain is swollen and all that. Because when you hear her talk about certain things um, uh, related to Christ, mm-hmm. It sounds kind of off. That's when you said the timing was off. You know mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when I heard that and being who it came from, it hurt me. Right. And uh, God presented the opportunity for me to address them, but address them in love. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was able to address them and tell them, you know, this is what you know came back to me. But I said, what happened? with me is that God increased the fear and admiration in me and where I used to maybe sit up and gossip with you guys. I I don't do that no more. Like I'm scared to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. because I know this place is real. I said, it would be a shame for me to just come from a chamber like that, come back the same way I was and then die and go to hell. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. That's right. So this time around, God has given me another chance and I refuse to go to hell. Like heaven is in my view. And I'm like, yes, Lord, whatever you want me to do, that's what I'm going to do. If it means standing on the corner with a bullhorn, like me and my daughter was a couple of Saturdays ago, just this Sunday in the park, 
where we look crazy to people that's driving by, that's what I'm going to do. He said, because we got too many people inside of the four walls and never doing outreach. He said, how can my word leave your mouth and go in the atmosphere and accomplish that what I have sent it to do if you decide to take on the religious mode and get in a routine and do it your way. That's right. Am I coming against churches? No. Because mm-hmm. we got a fellowship. Right. But the time that we're living in now, God says the time oh, is different. It's time for us to get into the highways and the byways oh, and compel people to come. He said, because the fact of the matter is there's some that's never coming to your church. That's right. There's some that's never coming to your prayer conference. Mm-hmm. There's some that's never coming to your meeting. Mm-hmm. I'm sending you where they are. Right. Why are the Mormons beating us in the street? Right. Because we have decided to take on a religious mode and get in our routine. We think we got it all figured out. We think we're righteous, but God said your righteousness is as a filthy rag. Mm-hmm. I've given you the righteousness of God, but you think it's all about your righteousness. You become self-righteous. Come on. And so I just refuse to let people box me in again. That's right. I just come out of a devastating situation church-wise that I really can't talk about right now, but Pastor Adrian, Apostle Adrian knows. Mm-hmm. And God kept showing me her face. He said, I need you to get under this lady and let her mentor you, let her pour into you. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to raise you up in what I want you to do. That's right. Because hey, I, I love her. Always mm-hmm. hold on your singing, singing. Yeah, you can sing. You still can sing. He said, but that's not what it's about now. Mm-hmm. And I love her because she's so out of the box. That is not her. She don't keep you caged in. No. She's one of them that'll throw you out there. She was like, go ahead. I'm coming though. Go ahead. Don't you go know ahead. she doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let me tell you, it takes me about 45, 50 minutes to get there, but I'm going. That's it. You hear me? And when I told her, I said, look, let me tell you, I ain't caught up on the number. I done been to the mega church. Belong there, sang on the choirs, made a CD with some church. And uh, I ain't about to them. I don't care. Like, I'm in a time now, all I want is God. That's, That's it. it. I want God. I say, if they ain't but two, three more people here with me, so what? I ain't That's caught up it. on the numbers. I'm not caught up on the band. I'm not caught up on the, 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 the praise team because none of that can get you into the kingdom. Come on. It's time to walk in obedience. God said, I'm giving you a Joshua anointing. Come on, yeah. And in this time, Joshua's and Caleb's is what it's going to take to pioneer through, to break the things that's in certain regions, in certain areas, that is never really what people have seen done in that area. Right. Done. Right. Like when we were on the corner, just just giving people the good news of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. this right. guy pulls up he said, you know, I've been witnessing on the corner for a number of years now in Wallace. I've never seen nobody else on Wallace doing it. I just got to stop, you know. <laughs> I said, well, welcome. We on the team, you know. Right. <laughs> that part. You know? Hey. He right. said, but I'm glad to see it, you know. Right. And so later we had the conversation on the next meetup. You know, he really doesn't 
believe in woman speaking and whatever. I say, you know, we can agree to disagree, but hey, at least you know the truth. Right. Mm -hmm. At least you're on the Lord's side. Right. Mm -hmm. And we have discussed the beliefs. I said, there's certain things people don't agree on, but I said, but God said he'll pour out his spirit among all flesh. Yes. I said, and my overseer is a woman. Mm -hmm. Powerful. Mm -hmm. And God is, he said, you know what? He said, I ain't seen no men out here on the corner. Y'all on it. So I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking God's going to change, cause something to happen to change that. I've seen it done. He, he, already, it done. he already doing it. He doing it right he now. already doing okay. it. And he's a white guy, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Nobody, but, you okay. know what? but you know what? He got respect for you, though. That's right. Okay. He got respect for you, though. And that's that's the thing about it. Like, that's, that's kind of where it starts. A lot of times when you get those men that don't believe in yeah. We, we had a friend that was like that too. Mm -hmm. He changed quickly after yeah. he realized that y'all. He said. He said. He said that's. He said that's secondary though. That's secondary. Yes. We ain't. We ain't gonna. Uh, yeah. He like said. May, he said maybe evangelizing. Maybe. Maybe I said okay. Yeah. Yeah. We are gonna still right. have you witness on this corner today. <laughs> right. And so no. I mean I I think it's awesome because just like you know um uh we get ready to do like have a service in the park like in july and so Amen. i you know i'm waiting on it because right. you know i mean it's just gonna it's just gonna draw the people we're mm -hmm. gonna have service in the park and we're gonna eat that's what we're gonna Come do on here maybe and we so, can connect know, yeah so i'm gonna let you know what day we gonna do it so you can come mortal barrier like you know Please and my thing you know people some people don't understand i was just telling i have a group of jehovah witnesses that love to come to my door come on here because i will have that sit down conversation and when they come in and they sit down they said that i said something to them uh last week that really caught them and i said well what i say i said this is the thing i i used to watch y'all growing up come to my mama's house all the time mm -hmm. and my mama will always welcome them in she will feed them and give them something to drink while they were there and then wow. she would talk to have a, a talk conversation with them about the lord and they would sit, stay in the house for hours, just sitting there eating and talking about the Lord. They be forgetting that y'all with a group of people, y'all got to go to the car coming, you know, kind of situation. <laughs> they just sat there and talked about the Lord so much. But I used to watch how the neighbors would treat them. They wouldn't treat them the same way my mama did. Uh -huh. And I say, you know, they talk about y'all all the time about what y'all out here doing, but y'all doing what he said to do. He said, go out two by two. Mm -hmm. he they said no, he and said, they consistent, consistent. right and i said but y'all are consistent in what you do they talk about what y'all doing but they not willing to get up and go they down. ain't willing right and when i said that to them she said it's just something that you were able to say that to us i said listen growing up i watched a lot of stuff that i didn't understand yes and i didn't i didn't <clears> understand <throat> who i was you know at in the lord at the time i knew what people told me Okay. But I didn't understand who I was then because right. I was so young. I said, but now that I realized what he was doing with me, then I know who I am now. And I mm -hmm. get it. I said, so now, you know, when I see y'all out here, I can't say nothing. I said, because I'll get out there too. When the Lord allowed me to, and mm -hmm. I'll get out there too. I have no issues. I mm -hmm. said, but I also know that wherever I go, I always talk about him. Come on here. <laughs> and I always talk about him in some kind of way. I always reference and go back to him mm -hmm. before I leave the building. 
Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I said, so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, everybody has their way to do everything. To do everything. To do everything. Exactly. I said, and sometimes I say, you know, all of these people who, who run off the word where some prophet will tell them that you were called to the nations, you don't realize that he has brought the nations to you. Mm-hmm. Oh and it's, it don't mean that you're about to travel to the nations. Mm-hmm. Come on he here. The nations to you via this here thing that we call the web. Hmm. Yeah, the nations are already here because they're already watching you. So I love it's time for you to do the service and do Come your diligence. It I, ain't about that because now that he has put you in front of the nations, what you gonna do? I love those and that so, be like, I'm gonna you know, be international. I'm right, like, we already are. You already are, and you don't even understand that. When he opened up the he opened up the well for us to use the internet. Mm-hmm. People don't realize what mm-hmm. he did. That's right. And so now, mm-hmm. now you don't have this. Ain't this the internet? Ain't got no wall. Come on, got no wall. But when you, you know, as when we were wind. children, how we used to wish we could be on TV. Right. Provided it. Right. That you part. providing it. My whole thing is people, but like I want to be. Baby, you on the TV screen right now. You <laughs> on it. What are you going to? What are you going to do? My God. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand. You think that you got to wait on somebody else. You have your own personal Facebook page or whatever else you got. Pick it up and go live and talk about the Lord. Use your platform for That's him. That's it. Pick okay. it up and go live and talk about the Lord. People and say, okay, what y'all, what y'all going to do? Y'all finna talk about the Lord again today? Sure am. Sure am. Sure am. I'm just going to talk about a different aspect of him today. Uh-huh. Maybe okay. it'll find you somewhere and it'll find you in the word. And after uh-huh. it finds you, you can go do something about it. Uh-huh. I tell people quickly, listen, you don't have to like me. And if you got an issue with the word that was given, you need to take that up with the Lord. Take it up. I'm going to deliver it and I'm going to keep it moving. That's what I'm going to do. But can okay. I say this to you? Because it's raining wow. in my spirit. Yes. Um, uh-huh. I do feel for those that don't want to hear what the Lord is saying through you. My God. Yeah, they, um, they are missing a lot. They and don't be surprised if there are certain ones that begin to fall off because of where you're going. They didn't already fail. Wow. It's nothing that you have done. It's all God. They can't okay. go where you're going. Yep. Mm. And it, it's not meant for everybody to understand what happened to you, but the ones that do, mm-hmm. that's that's it. The ones that do, because your testimony ain't going to resonate with everybody. Some no. that you thought was a support is not a support. And you begin to see exactly who they are. Even if you don't want to believe it mm. because it hurts so bad, yeah. yes. you begin to yeah. see yeah. exactly mm-hmm. who they are. And he, yes. he's doing it all with purpose because at the end of the day, when he's preparing you for your next, the weight, you can't have dead weight. Mm-mm. No. You can't have dead weight. The dead weight got to go. And your next is now. Yeah. Oh my he, God. The, the, dead, the dead weight got to go. You know, this is this is the thing when he begins to expand territories, mm-hmm. he has to close the door to something else. 
and oh your doors are already open. So and a lot of people, a lot of people door. don't understand that when he expands your territory, he also has to shut a door, mm. right? Because when he expands the old stuff, that's the door that's being shut. It can't go into the new territory. No, it can't. Here's the, the reason why Moses never made it into the promised land. There Look. you go. This is what dropped in my spirit just now. You know how the sh a snake sheds his old skin? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to make room for the new skin, to make Come room, on here. room yeah. to grow, to make room, to elevate, to make room, to mature. Yes. That's what you did. My you God. had to, you, you, you shed off all the toxicity. My when God. you let that cough out, that the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost that cough all that toxic stuff that was inside of you came out my god today yep jesus it was released yep it's gone it's gone and you got a whole new light <laughs> but you know what god allowed god told me that the warfare was necessary yes yeah. He yeah. said, since you were a child, you were dealing with warfare. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. he said, it, it, he's, he began to take my mind back mm -hmm. to when I was a child, how when I was in my mother's womb and how I was, they were trying to yeah. abort me. Because that was Me too. Come on. Yeah. You were yeah. trying to be aborted. That didn't work. He yeah. said, then he remember you was in the car. You, you, you fell out of the car as your mother turned the curve. You fell out of the car. I, I must have been about six years old or somewhere like that. And you fell out. The door was not closed well. And you fell out. And he said, then your mother got out and waved this 18-wheeler down because it was about to roll over you. Hmm. I saved you from that. And just different things throughout life. And how, how you been kept your whole entire life? Your entire life. How you said, all of that warfare time? was necessary. It's like for such yes. a time as it is. trying to take you out. <laughs> yes. And that's that's the thing. Like when you sit back and you look at it, you be like, okay, God. Yeah. And so th this this is what came to my mind, not just now, but it also came to my mind Sunday. I was telling my sister that Sunday was odd for me. Um, because mm -hmm. the whole entire day was just off and then get in the service and i've had moments where i tap in and i go in but this time when i went in i couldn't come down my god and when i came down i think it was like 40 minutes later and um what came to my mind was the whole time apostle was preaching i kept hearing i, I kept hearing the lord say it's funny how I know your name and Satan know your name, but he knew your name before you know your name. Hmm. Good gracious. Hmm. He said, not only did I consider you, he said, but Satan considered you because you didn't know who you were. Hmm. Wow. He said, so the whole time you've been under warfare, why? So I could teach you and show you who you were. Who I was, because I didn't know I don't know. Right. For a long time, I didn't know who I was. Right. I just and felt like I was everybody's singer on a program. Come on here. 
That's all they wanted me for. And then it was funerals. Listen. That's where the arrogance came in. And that's why the Lord allowed what happened to take place. He had to show you, you not, yes. you are not what comes out of your, you're, you're not your song, right? right. You're not your voice, your voice, but right. you are who I said you are. You are. Yeah. So and I'm telling you, show you when he gave me that recollection Sunday, I was like, okay, wow. I get it. I get it. He was like, so you know what? You gonna you never gonna come off his radar. Mm. He said you gonna always you gonna always be on his radar. Yes. Mm-hmm. He said why? Because of what I put in you. Come on here. And so it's like it's just like at at the end of the day, until you come to full grips with exactly what he equipped you with, mm-hmm. you always gonna be a target. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and that right there just set it off for me. I said, okay, I got it. <laughs> okay. okay. I got it now. I get it. He said, because listen, he said, as long as I got you living, as long as I keep you breathing, I'm going to continue equipping you with something. Mm-hmm. My God. Because you, you never stop growing. I got to take you to levels and levels. Mm-hmm. The reason why I got to take you to levels and levels is because they, they knew things coming. Mm-hmm. So I gotta take you higher than that thing, so you'll know how to bypass it when it comes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, man, like I'm telling you, when he gives you a revelation to something, <laughs> and you can take that thing and hold on to it, and just know, like, okay, God, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. And and it's just it just and it ain't don't nobody gotta understand it, but you and him, I get that's it. That's it. That's it. I get it. And now that I get it, now I know I have to learn how to use what you equip me with. Because mm-hmm. I may not know how to use it fully. I got a part. I got a part of it. But now mm-hmm. I need you to teach me how to cultivate this thing mm-hmm. and really wow. put it to work. You know what the Lord said is taking my mind back to when that rejection was attached to me. God was sharing with me how Leviathan is connected to rejection. And he said, by that thing being attached to you so long, he said, it created scales that you could not see on your body that had proceeded all the way to your neck. Come on. And he said, through the scales of Leviathan, you cannot breathe. Uh, See? He said, that's why your respiratory was attacked. Because Leviathan had connected itself as well. Mm-hmm. And he said, I had to rid you of that as well and just restore your lungs, yep. build you back up, made you a fortified city mm-hmm. and send you back mm-hmm. and send you back. And then I began to read up on Leviathan. And I'm like, yes, God, it yes. is to rejection. Yes. You know, and it will smother the life out of you. Yes. And it ain't just spiritually. That and the python spirit, too, because, you know, that's what pythons do. Mm-hmm. Come they on here. curl and wrap themselves yeah. around so yep. they can crush what they try and to wrap themselves wow. around. This is... And, and that's, that's, what, that's what he was, that's what the little imps was working to try to do. Yeah. And they didn't even realize that, listen, why are you crushing me? God crushing me, too. Mm-hmm. God crushing me, too. He crushing me at the same time. 
But you know, when he crushed me, he really he releasing my oil though. Mm. Come on here. <laughs> as you as you crush me, he crushed me, but baby, he making me slippery. Mm -hmm. I Ooh, need yes, you, sir. I need you to understand that you ain't finna hold me too long. That's right. Mm -hmm. You ain't finna hold mm -hmm. me too long. You mm -hmm. got just you got enough time. You better utilize it wisely. Wow. Better utilize it wisely because honey, when the oil come out and I slip through, you won't get me back. Huh. And that, that's that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like you, you have to. I I have always felt like I was just so weird, right? Mm. Because of how my mind takes what he say and the revelation I get from. But can I say, Prophetess Rika, yes, fearful of the places you tread. Yes, yes, because the doors are open. But everyone is not for you to walk. That's through. it. That's it. Everything ain't your assignment. Amen. Everything Amen. ain't your assignment. Because God no. already let me know that you're not going to be received. Yes. I'm sending not you not you're not, not going to be received. He said, but the thing about it is, keep looking unto me. And he said, where you're not received, just shake the dust off and then leave. That's it. That's what the Bible said, tell you to do. Just be obedient in what I'm telling you to do. But you're not going to be receiving telling you know, what, what I love is as he's cultivating you, he's cultivating your babies. Oh yes. my God. Yeah. So he's I'm building y'all up at the same time and greater works. Listen. So they do. And I don't know which one of your daughters it is. Oh, Jesus. I don't know which one it is. But one of them has a very unique anointing. Mm hmm. Her anointing ain't like nobody else. Come on here. And he he uses her in a way that she don't even understand. Mm. And but he uses her at the right time all the time. All yep. the time. I don't know which one it is. That's my you, baby girl. But you you tell her not to second guess herself. Your armor bearer. You tell her. Oh my God! She didn't tell me that. Listen, you tell her not to second guess herself because she hear God and she hear him clearly. Mm -hmm. Jesus. He hears him clearly. She she I, hear, I hear her in the background. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you tell her not to second guess herself because she hear him. She takes hits that you don't even know about because she she that's your armor bear. That that girl prays for you. She, she go in for me. She go listen, in. Just had to do it a few minutes. Listen, yo, yo, baby got such a unique anointing mm. that she gonna always feel like she don't really have no real friends. Mm -hmm. mm. And that's that's because her friends have to. Her friends have to be saved. Mm -hmm. Good God, man, to understand her the way she needs to be understood. She's not saying not saying that not saying that she can't deal with unsaved people. Yeah, unsaved people ain't ready for her. They're not mm. even understand her. They're not ready for her. Now she can draw them in though. Yeah, she can draw them in though. But her friends' friends will have to be saved because her friends are gonna have to be able to cover her. Good gracious! And so you know, like yep. And she leaves from the back, huh? She leaves from the back. She's so humble. Oh my God. But God. she a leader. She is not a follower. Oh my God. Mm -mm. 
like I said, so and you, as she cover you, make sure you cover her. Yes, and we gonna make sure we cover y'all. Come on, yes. and so like, like at at the end of the day, like, because you know, God already said He's reforming my circle. Mm -hmm. See, listen, I I get it. I understand. I understand. I'm telling you, when he when he bring you out of something, Jesus. he allows you to see who was for you yes. and who ain't for you. Because you see it while you going through it. Yes. And honey, I can tell you, all of those people that I used to go out to the club with, all oh. of them I used to hang out with real good and real deep. Baby, when I got sick, more none of them there. Come on here. Come on there. The ones that I didn't expect to be there are the ones that showed up. Was there. That's who was there. And th that's who I deal with. Mm -hmm. You know? Wow. And at, at the end of the day, it's funny how when people realize that you change <laughs> the ones that are really meant for you embrace your change that's right the ones yes that yes the ones that are not be like oh you stuck up no baby this ain't got nothing to do with stuck up my life ain't the same as it, as it used to be and let me tell you something if you got a problem with it there go the door the you don't have to talk to me i don't have to talk to you i can love you from afar Yes, I can. I can deal with you from afar. Indeed. I don't I don't have to change me and I don't have to compromise me to be around you. Mm -mm -mm. And so like all of that, when you sit down and have conversations with people, I tell people all the time, listen, if you can't deal with a true friend who hmm. gonna tell you like a TIA, I ah. can be your friend. Hmm. I can't be your friend because this one right here gonna take. Hmm. Exactly. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you about me first so you won't think that it's just you. That's right. I'm gonna tell here. you how I used to do the same thing you do, mm -hmm. and I did it a long time ago. And I'm gonna mm -hmm. tell you how he brought me out of it. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. I can only tell you about me. I can't tell you about you. So you have to figure your way of how you gonna go out of it. Mm -hmm. How you gonna go out? And that's exactly. it. Exactly. And that's all you can do is tell somebody else. And it's just like I tell you, like this right here mm -hmm. is what I love to do. I love to have a conversation about somebody else's testimony, but let us talk about how good God is. Yes. God is. Let it be about him. Yes. Let's, let's have on. that conversation because people feel like when you get together to talk about God, it ain't no fun in it. Baby, it's a whole lot of fun in it. It's a whole lot of fun. This, it's the best party I have ever went yes. to. Me too. And so I've been to some parties. Right, because that time, these parties don't quit. Do you realize how you can talk to somebody about God literally all night? Yes. Wow. All, day. all night. And the conversation don't stop. You can talk about him for hours on end mm -hmm. because he's done just that much. That's just right. Just that much. Just that much. And, and so people still speak. can't tell it all. They still can't tell it all. Like that that's that's the whole point. And people don't get that. When you talking about nonchalant stuff, if mm -hmm. another person is your conversation, that conversation quits quickly. That's it. Okay? Real quick. Because that I, I don't have that much to say about you. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I really don't. Mm -mm. And I'm not gonna make you famous. And I probably don't Thank care you. that much about you. Let's just yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm sorry, prophetess. I don't got no filter, it broke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm not gonna be that. I'm not gonna be that one to make you famous, right? If you want to, that's your, right. You want to make your, yourself famous by doing what you do. That part. Okay. 
but, but you I'm know not, what I love? I'm not jumping on that bandwagon with right, you. Right. What she say about making you famous? See, a lot of people that are your enemies or not for you, they following you, they sowing seeds of discord and all that stuff, they are making you famous. Okay, uh-huh. because they got other people. They talking and they right. they taking time out. They busy schedule to don't even realize and don't even realize it. Because now somebody want to know what the heck is going on. And now there you, you done gave somebody else the opportunity to get saved because you spoke right. the negativity. Right. Come on here. And now they want right. to Come right. on, people don't understand. Like, okay, you want to keep talking about me because you want what is it about her? Oh, yeah, well, right. let me tell you. Okay, like that since that's what you part. let me tell you. Since and you as I know. tell you, I pray that God get your life right. Mm-hmm. So let let me tell you, like that, and that's what you do. Like at, at the end of the day, I'm not gonna talk about your fault. Your faults is your fault. That I can't change it. You got to change it. You got to want to. I don't have that power right there right and then on top of that a lot of people forget it ain't our job to do everything no it's not no the lord the lord said catch him Hmm. come on here he do the rest let him be god that's it that's it catch him life that's Mm -hmm. it you ain't supposed to be the one that you ain't supposed to be the one that plant the seed do the water and and you plucking and all that ain't your job now I don't got that type of time. That Come on here. Water. He may use you to plant. Right. He may use you to water. But right. He, said he give the increase. He That's give it. the increase. When right. did you become the superstar? Oh, That's it. Jesus. You want to give yourself all the roles. Right. No, that's not how they're supposed to this go. Ain't no one man. And show. then get mad because oh well they I I, I done talked to him and they done went to another church and right. they done, Girl, it's bye. Not, it's, Shut up. it's not your job bye. to talk to them and feel like you could talk them into your ministry. Right. Your right. job is to talk to them and lead them to ministry. Exactly. Come not on, to bring yeah. them to yours. You're supposed to lead them to ministry. That's mm-hmm. it. Lead them to ministry. Go ahead on. That's it. Like you, people be forgetting that, and that's the reason why it be doing something to my life. Yeah, they be trying to. Oh, you know, it's it's all down. about the numbers. It ain't about no numbers. Mm-mm. It ain't about the butts in the seat. It's about the souls that can get saved. That's right. That's First it. of all, you could have a house of twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. Out of that twelve hundred, you only got fifteen real good saved ones. That's there you right. go. See and it. all the rest of them sitting in their laws. Mm-hmm. Lost. You call yourself a mega church. You a mega church of still lost people. <laughs> Comfortable too, honey. Okay. Ooh. You are a whole mega church of still lost people. Still lost. Can, can you get the rest of them saved with mm. the other with the fifteen you got saved? Mm. Yeah. How about that's, that? That's the point. Uh, how about can you get saved? That Let's mark. start there. Can oh, you get God. saved? So that the rest of them can follow and get that saved. Because they are a representation of you. Because you the leader. Come on. Y'all gonna make you me ain't pull saved. my wig back a little bit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying we telling you the truth. You have no idea. Oh my you. God, it's so true. Listen, I I, we have went to a service before. And I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You you in here preaching. To these people, you trying to tell them how to live right, sir. Uh-huh. But you ain't right. You ain't right. You ain't right. 
Oh, don't get how me you started. Tell, how you mm-hmm. trying to tell somebody else to live right, but you don't want to get your own life right? Come you on here. Life right before you get left. Okay? Don't don't think that he can't do it. I have yeah. seen him. I have seen him take people while they were good and saved. Because at the end of the day, he's gonna yeah. take you while you saved and before you die and you ain't. That's right. Come on here. That's get right. your life together while you get trying to get life together. Get their life together. It's yes. okay if you are a leader and you gotta sit yourself down so you can be refaced. Sit down That's the somewhere. Part they don't want to do. They don't want to hmm. sit down. No. They don't want to go in. No. And and, and and when you know and that say you everybody got issues, okay, but you the leader. There's some accountability here. That part. I remember back in the day when I was a little girl in the Tabernacle Church, and they used to make you sit down, like on the back row. But why do they have to make you sit down? But now you are accountable for your. You have the ability to sit yourself down. Listen, now it don't matter now. Now. Now you can go fornicate Friday and Saturday, get up Sunday morning, oh, get yes. right, and here you are. But you're struggling. The reason why you're struggling on Sunday morning is uh, because you're still thinking about that man you laid with last night. Come on here, you don't open the door. But you, this oh, is what you do. Lord. And here you are, come across the pulpit, and you spewing that mess out. Y'all trying to take me somewhere I wasn't going to go tonight. God. <laughs> listen. Oh, my God. It's so real. People it's don't real. But they don't want to do that. They don't, they don't want to do That's what the mother of the church used to say. They yeah. don't want to say heaven or hell. No. They don't Holiness say. is right. No, they don't want to hear They that don't want to talk about that no more. Nah. Nah. They, they, they don't want to do that. At, nah, at the right. end of the day, at the end of the day, heaven and hell is real. Mm-hmm. Holiness is right because mm-hmm. the Bible say, "Be ye holy." Still mm-hmm. right. I am holy. That's right. That's what it say. And at the end of the day, you're supposed to be striving, mm-hmm. striving. all the time. He all didn't say time. he didn't say that you was gonna walk in perfection. That ain't what he said. Uh-huh. No, no, no. He said you're supposed to be striving. Yeah, come on here. Get there because the day that you walk in perfection is the day you dead. Mm-hmm. Come That's on right. here. That's right. It's it's the day true. You dead. And oh so my people, goodness! People sitting here, you feeling like you have arrived already? Oh right. you, you barely making it in. Barely. You barely. Why you feeling like you have arrived? Hmm. Come on here. He said we got to work out our own That's what he said. Work it work. out. Work it, sir. Work it, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Work it. Work it means that you are currently working on it. Mm-hmm. That's and what stop it means. Stop trying when you ain't doing nothing but procrastinating. Talk about I'm trying. You ain't trying. It ain't even no trying. You're lying. Work it. Work You're it. lying. Exactly. You, what it is, you want to be, it feels good to have one foot here and one foot there. Mm-hmm. That part. Nobody wants to hear about the sanctification, but why is it written? If it God is. knew we needed uh, that, he wrote it. Hmm. It's needed. Hmm. But no, this generation and, and the times now, they want to throw that out the window. Yeah. But you need it, boo. Mm-hmm. So you won't be led by your flesh, but you'll be led by the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. They throwing it out the windows because they leader threw it out. Mm-hmm. The leader threw it out. The leader ain't talking about it. 
Come on. They throwing it, it out the window because the leader threw it out. <laughs> that's, that's why they throwing it out the window. They tossing it too. Well, you ain't talking about it. You ain't telling us about it. So, Oh, my God. And this is I'm, the problem when you just based off, you base your, your sanctification off the words that come out of your leader mouth where you don't pick up the word for yourself. Wait. That part. I'm putting my hand up like a child because let's break that word down because it's a big word, okay? okay that no word way. sanctification. Break it down. Let's break it down so the, the children in the back could understand it. Um, okay. So mm -hmm. sanctification is the action or process of being freed from sin or purified. The action of causing something to be or seem morally right. Fun. <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> the action of making or declaring something holy. Okay? So I just want to break that down just in case that word was just a little bit too big. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Free yeah. yourself, people. Free yes. yourself. Because I'm telling y'all, listen, your leaders can't get you into heaven. Girl, I need somebody to hear that. God. I love, I love my leader dearly, but she can't get me there. Can't get you in heaven. She, she cannot. Oh, she cannot. God. When it's my, when it's my time, she can't put up the church right there and say, "Excuse me, Lord." That part. I interject for them. Mm -hmm. No. When no. God was telling me about the ones that I saw in the vision and mm -hmm. how the people be up in church and testifying he said it really tests the lion and putting my name over it mm -hmm. he said and then when trouble hit their home hmm. oh they want the pastor to pray them through and everybody to pray them through he said why because they never had a really real connection with me with my praying with my the pastor to pray them through and pull them through Wait, it don't happen like they think it happened. You don't even see them no more. He said, Why well, they really won't never connect it to me? Girl, but I they was playing the religious Christian. <laughs> Wait, Ooh, I need to hit my was... pillow like it was hitting your pillow. And <laughs> Wait, I need a white flag. I need a white flag right now, and I ain't got one. That's... <laughs> they wanted to pull it through. Oh, let the pastor do it. Yes, my whole thing well, is wait, your, this is your what pastor, this... your leader, and I'm and I say this with all my love God. and kindness when I say it. Your leader cannot continue to be your crutch. Well, I have a question. How come you Amen. how come you all can pray other people out of stuff and can't pray yourself out of stuff? Whoa, y'all got to call on the pastor. Okay, so let so let me let, you, let me help you with that. Let me help you with that, right? Okay, so the reason why people can't pray themselves through, but they can pray for others, is because when they pray for somebody else, that's the time when they get outside of themselves. When they pray for themselves, they're too busy thinking about themselves and why they're not worthy enough. Of what God can do. Wow. And that's the why the prayer don't work. Okay, my hand is up again. Wow. <laughs> so, go ahead. Because if you can't pray for yourself, you can't pray for me because your prayer probably didn't reach no higher than that. And I can't. 
So it's, don't it's tell me you're praying for me when every two minutes you talking about pastor. Okay, I got a cold. Could you pray for me? No. My it's toe called, hurt. It's called go to the store me? and get some Robitussin. My toe is hurting. Oh, get it. Could you pray for me? And this lady said, Prophetess said her, her, her legs was eating off in the dream. You know, the enemy tried to steal her praise. But, baby, the enemy oh. couldn't steal her praise. And that's why she still had her feet Listen. and was rocking when she Listen, came that's, that's, why, that's why she came out with everything. With everything. everything. He, tried, he, tried to take, he tried to take the point of her power. Mm-hmm. He tried to take the part of her praise. And he could not Ooh. break. He could not break any of it. But this <laughs> is the thing. Of it. This is the thing, though. He already knew he couldn't break it. But and let me tell it. you, God showed me uh, where I was still in uh, trust. What you call it? The way of the transgressor. Yeah, trying to make your own way. Yeah, trying to turn the ball yourself. So you happen at the peak of my career, right? Right. I was turning the ball here, but God showed me it ain't you, boo. Right. I'm finna show you how I can keep the ball turning. You ain't lost your car. Mm-hmm. You didn't lose your house. You didn't lose absolutely all. Nobody repossess nothing. All I got your sister and I got your daughter to come together and I cause people to pour into your bosom. You didn't listen up to receive it. Listen. Cliff's talk my husband told me he said when you got sick and was on life support, he said you had made so much money that week your wallet was so fat. He said you know I didn't you know I didn't have to touch that money. He said God was just pouring into us from people everywhere to take care of what needed to be done Whoa. even take care of my stay trust me even take I, care I of understand my it sis I understand she it. showed me look I can turn the ball I'm providing for you yes come on, come on. I understand people, it, oh she finna lose everything now listen she finna lose the house and all okay my sister, my sister can tell you the whole time I was recuperating I didn't lose a thing there you go. I didn't lose a thing. Come on. And, and people, people that I really didn't expect mm-hmm. was, sending, was sending me cash apps and all of this, sending me, you know, little gift baskets and whatnot. Wow. And all of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I had I had friends of mine that I hadn't dealt with since high school. That paid for my medical supplies. Mm-hmm. Come on here. I'm trying to tell you, like, when I tell you, I, trust me, sis, I understand. I know. I know. I feel. Oh. <laughs> like, pe- people don't people don't understand, like, when, when God really got you. When God got he you. He got you. He got you. Let me he tell got you. you. I was admitted into the hospital with no drop of insurance. Mm. But God put the best team in my path. Yeah, he it was a it was a situation that arose that I might not be able to go into that really good rehab in the hospital. God opened the door for that. Come on here, and left me with no bills. Ain't no bills coming to my house about no bills. I, I'm supposed here. to have a great big bill. Listen, 
God paid it all. He caused yeah, stuff to be approved and got it out my way. It didn't mess with Ooh, my Lord credit. Jesus. Come on here. Now, who, who did that? Hmm, come on here. Nobody but you. God. And you think I'm going to come back here the same way and be quiet? Listen. Listen. We, we serve a God that I know will make whole bills disappear. Yes. Come on. Okay. That's the kind of God we serve. That, that is. He'll make a whole bill it. disappear. Okay? Jesus. People, ain't, ain't nobody telling you nothing they don't know. That's right. We can't, we can't tell you what we don't know. That's it. We can tell you what we do know. That's it. What we do and, know. And like I tell you all the time, all I tell you, try them once. Try them once. Try them. Try them once and he'll be like a can of Pringles. Once you mm -hmm. pop, you can't stop my friend. <laughs> God knows I'm I trying love. to tell you now. Oh, Lord. I'm trying to tell you. You try them real good one time. One time, come on here. You keep going back. Mm, mm, mm. I can y'all, y'all, y'all trying to make me shout, and my ankles are swollen. I told, listen, <laughs> did I tell you? I told you. Like, look, I, I'm trying to keep it together over here. Wow, listen, God, people so don't understand. Hmm. I, I, I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and I said, "You know what?" I said, "I it, it make you feel like the saints would rather see you down than to see you together." Oh, Jesus. And I said, it's just so funny that that's what they would rather see. Yes, I, said, listen, I said, listen, I don't have to look like what I've been through. I don't even at have to all. look like what I'm currently dealing with. At all. But you, you rather see me looking like I'm, I'm down and out. Mm -hmm. I got I got to show it before <laughs> you want to do something. You know what? I had, to, I had to catch my mouth and I had to say, Lord, forgive me because, nigga, I don't need your help. <laughs> Okay. 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 I, I don't oh need God. Me. And you know the thing that got me to Camaria. Oh, you got these people full supposed to be Christian and full of the something. Yes. And they'll the say it if if I can do anything for you. That part. You yeah. think I'm gonna actually tell you. Right. I need fifty dollars. I can't if stand that. I could if put I yourself could. in the person's shoe. Come on and do it secretly so God can reward you reward you openly. How about that part? That's it. Don't ask me. <laughs> Cause that wasn't an ask. No, it wasn't an ask. I didn't it's really you. that you don't want to. I do. don't want to. Right. I said if I can. Okay. I, you know I ain't asking you. Right. Who are you talking to? Don't 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 ask me. If it's something you want to do, sweetheart, do it. Go on and do it. Don't ask me. That part. We're not finna make no grand announcement. Right. <laughs> I'm not, oh well, you know, you know, Sister Susie Q. Come on. Me, you know, they sent me a DoorDash to my door. We bless the Lord. Let me tell you, you something. You want me to tell everybody? I told, I told, I was, I was confirming with you and everything. Uh-huh. The weatherman been playing all day. Mm -hmm. Talking about yes, going to get really bad storm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I looked heaven and I told God, I said, God, if this testimony is meant to go forth, mm -hmm. stop the storm. Listen. Guess what? Hold happened. it back. Yeah. Listen, we, we ain't had nothing all day. Huh? And we ain't blinked out one time. Come on here. All mm -hmm. day. Open up your mouth and ask God what and you they want. Have, and you, just like they said, they have literally called for high winds and power outages. Yes. yes. I said because God, what, what's going to happen is 
um, I'm gonna tell what you've done. This is all mm-hmm. about you. That's it. So I want to get it on out there so mm-hmm. people can see you and know you still in the miracle working business. That's it. Right. And I and I and, and I have paid a girl to come in and kind of uh beat my face. <laughs> <laughs> and at the last minute, I get the text of not coming. Da da da. You didn't need it because you're beautiful. You didn't it. need it because you were okay, on in the bathroom. I said, okay, God, help me out because I don't know what to do. Really, just save you some money. That's what it did. Some money, save me some money. And my husband already told me, said, like, "Now, nah, is she is she gonna beat the face? Don't get so much on." So God, <laughs> I didn't have to get the beat face. I just beat it myself a little bit. Listen, the hard part came with these little lashes. Fit to be toe off after we get off. <laughs> Listen, God even helped me in that. You know what I mean? Listen. Hmm. I'm gonna tell Listen, you right I'll now. Tell you. Come comfortable, uh, tell you, just this, as you this, are. That's it. That's it. You as, long as, as long as you got a voice and the power in your tongue, baby. That's it. Come that's on all that's and speak what thus saith the Lord. That's me. You know, I told everybody keep telling me, girl, you got to try to put on some lashes. They're You're really right. bring. They're really bring your face. Got to be eyeballs out and all this. And I said, listen. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> For the ones of y'all that know me real good, okay. y'all know I am a praiser and a worshiper. I know that's Honey, right. This is the reason why I don't do lace fronts because this going to go one way and I'm going <laughs> to go the other. Mm-hmm. Okay? Lashes going to mm-hmm. come off. Somebody going to find them somewhere mm-hmm. and I ain't going to they down. Now, mm-hmm. so I, all of that. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't got the time. The regular, I don't even wear makeup like that. My daughter can Listen. tell you. I just put on me a little gloss, and I'm not against it for the ones who want to go that. But let me tell you, if that's what I you want, don't do, have go ahead. I ain't got time. Me, no. these things I wipe my face so much, I be wipe one thing up and wipe it right off. You know, right. So, when they come to eyelashes, I'd be like, my eyelashes long enough and they get stuck in my eyes. So I don't want somebody else's eyelashes <laughs> stuck in my eyes. Come on, I just don't. Listen, I ain't got nothing against them. Some of them look real cute. If they ain't yeah. curling up to your um your Listen, eyebrows, but then, but, then they, but then they some, I'd be like, why you got whole church fans for eyelashes? What is that part? What, what are we doing? Oh I can't take God. it. And I, I can't take it. I'm like, yeah. no, that's too much. And then that's they sit on top of it. Come on now. Okay, and we then, ain't even gotta and, go there. And then you got these people that are that are no, so obsessed with and and I have nothing against her. We you know y'all that like Sarah Jakes, wonderful. But y'all, now you got all of these people that are so obsessed. You my sister. Listen, you got all of these people that are so for real. Cause see, you know I was holding all that in. Listen, you got all these people that are so obsessed with her because she took her wig off. Baby, let me tell you something. I have went in. With a nice Brazilian flat, came out with a poofy throat. Who cares about <laughs> you taking off a wig to say that you know right. my wig don't go get in the way of my praise, baby? We've been doing that for a long time. But you what know, about the woman got... that was giving her testimony and her wig fell off and Listen. she got she pulled she went to the back of the chair, pulled it up, put it back and on her head, on. and continue Listen. her testimony. Right, but everybody's so astounded because she took hers off while she 
Who is she? That's old news. Y'all, what y'all did was like y'all puffed her up. That's exactly. it. Put on a pedestal. I mean, come on. She was hot. This <laughs> and the wig wasn't on right. Listen, and it needed to come off. And the rest of y'all was hot, so you took your wigs off. Listen, too. She, she didn't. She didn't use the gorilla glue like the girl that couldn't get it out her head. That's what she should have done. <laughs> That's, that's she didn't she didn't use it she she didn't use the right thing they didn't help her, they didn't help her. and don't get okay. me wrong i love sarah jakes i do okay i had I a season too. of sarah but jakes i, I, I can't stand it when you put people on so high of a pedestal right that you feel like they have done something brand new but we have oh, done this it long time going on this thing going on, been going on. right we and so it's just like oh now you think sure. this is new no it's not new Mm-hmm. We used to lose slips that go up under your skirt. That Come part. Listen, listen. <laughs> honey, what, what happened to the folks that have went out and went to shouting and them slips fell while they shouting? And here come all the, here come the people with the white sheets trying to hold you down, trying to go with you as you shouting, and they can't keep up. Slips <laughs> fell, bra straps done popped. <laughs> got a helicopter praise okay <laughs> you got and you got don't to hold me down because if you, you try it. to hold me down yeah, while she, i'm praising you god got a helicopter I praise, okay? yeah i call it the helicopter praise because the arms finna go you might yeah. want to come on here, yes, come on here. <laughs> you know what i'm saying I, y- y'all don't understand i be one of them people that be sitting in the church i name your shout <laughs> Don't restrain me yes. while I'm praising God because somebody gonna yes. okay. I will I will name your whole shout. You got the, yours is ants in the pants. You will talk the praise. Yep. It's Come like you, you be shouting and you be like, get off me. That's what it look like. Don't touch me. That's Come it. On. Like, what it look like. You don't understand you know my praise like, this, no way. This is, what, this is what we do though. You know what I'm that saying? Part. When you love the Lord. When you love the Lord and you see other people break out, it's like a chain reaction. You know what I'm saying? I don't want really? to. I don't, need, I don't need no music though. I I don't need. Come on, musicians got to catch up. Uh oh. Hey, the musicians got to catch up. I don't need no music. Come on here now. Listen, no, that's right. Shoot. Listen here, brother Edwin. Don't be coming for me, sir. Don't don't be coming for me. You got one of you got one of them. I'm gonna get lost praises. You you run and then we got to find you three minutes later. I so, know that's you know, like it's it's one of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, listen, y'all, I have enjoyed myself. Yeah, I have too. The testimony was wonderful, and laughter is good for the soul. It's yes, good it for is. The soul. Okay, let, let me tell y'all something. At, at the end of the day. I hope y'all got what God gave. Uh, don't be coming for me. Who did? 
Somebody confused. Yes, he said he said he wasn't talking about me. He said he was talking about Quint. Don't be coming for me. Come on. <laughs> and I'm telling you though, but listen, yes. at, at the end of the day, your relationship with God is what mm-hmm. matters. That's what mm-hmm. matters. Your relationship is what you make it. And I, hope, love you too. I hope your relationship with him is priority number one. Number one. That's it. It's priority number one. Because mm-hmm. your relationships with everybody else mean nothing if that relationship. I know that's yeah. right. And, you know, we tell y'all all the time to work on your relationship with him first. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible says, seek me. And all yeah. else will be added. That's what Ooh, it is. Yes, yes, yes. And this the problem and the reason why stuff ain't being added is because you're not seeking him. That like, part. You're not seeking him. You asking him for stuff, but that ain't seeking him. That ain't seeking him. Seeking him is spending time. Mm-hmm. Like you spend time with your spouse. Mm-hmm. That's right. Seeking mm-hmm. him is loving on him like you love on your spouse. Come on here. <laughs> Amen. Okay? And it, it, my whole thing is you don't understand the the your relationship to God should be like a love song. Oh, yes. Right. It should be like That's a right. love song. There, yes. There's a song that I can sing to him every day when I get up mm. that I hear in my ear before I even get out my bed. Come on here. And I, that's the first song I play every day. Wow. And so I can have my time with him. Everybody else, you do what you want. I'm that talking part. about I'm talking about Coco. Talking about, mm-hmm. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can only talk about you because you can't talk about nobody else. That's it. Mm-hmm. I love my time with him because in my time with him, he show Coco Coco. Yes, he do. Yes, that part. Right that there. Part. He, show gives me, me he gives me the part about me that I need to fix daily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff that I work on. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Because I, I can't give you what I don't have. Amen. I can't give you what I don't have the capacity to give. Yes. Yes. And in that, we got so many people that try to give you stuff that don't belong to them. That don't belong to them. Wow. They give you, they give you words that they didn't even preach. Gosh. And that's that's wow. not that's not what he got for us right now. Mm-mm. He wants a pure, unadulterated word. That's it. That's it. Because that's, that's what's gonna draw. That's what's gonna draw. That's what's gonna draw. Wow. Your life is what's gonna draw. Mm-hmm. So understand that somebody watching you every day. That's it. Every day. They watching you to see if you wish you wash. Mm-hmm. They watching you to see if you gonna change, to see if you gonna be somebody else outside them four walls that you call the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can can you be who you are every day? Yep, I sure can. That part, I'm good. At, I'm good at that. Mm-hmm. I am authentic. Yes, I'm. I'm very good at that. Amen. Amen. And, and because it takes too much work. To, to, to pretend to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Now I can say at this point in my life, I am mm-hmm. good at that. Come Back on, then, not so much, right? Uh-huh. Right. Then that's the thing. Like you, you now, you could be what we call raw, mm-hmm. 
uncut and unfiltered. Come mm -hmm. from the Lord mm -hmm. and in the right way. Mm -hmm. Some people feel like that raw, uncut, unfiltered gives them the the go ahead to just mm -hmm. treat people how they feel like they want to treat yeah. them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not what that means. Mm -hmm. Raw, uncut, unfiltered means I'm gonna give it to you the way God gave it to me. Mm -hmm. It's is here to help you, not to hurt you, not to hurt you. Amen. Is right. That, that's not what we supposed to do. The mm -hmm. word ain't supposed to hurt. Mm -hmm. The word ain't supposed to call you out. Mm -hmm. Come on, the word ain't supposed to expose you. That ain't my job. Come on here. That's God's job. That's God's job. That's right. And that's the problem. We got too many people come across the pulpit. I want to call you out and expose you. Mm -hmm. And literally we'll call you out in front of And we'll do it. And call and you we'll do up. it. And call you up in your brain. You think you go up to get a word, but you get up in front of everybody. They turn you around and they tell all your business. Hmm. All your bit, the whole church know it. Hmm. That's that's not God. That ain't God. That that's ain't not God. God. And he did not tell you to do that. But you know, we gotta be careful when we're sitting under stuff like that because sometimes we insert ourselves into places that we was not invited yeah. and we're trespassing because yep. mm. we yes. are not supposed to be there mm -hmm. yep. but that's mm -hmm. the thing though that's the thing though and i'm so glad you brought up the word trophy mm. because you guys have some of you guys have allowed the enemy to infiltrate you for far too long wow because you, you opened the door and never closed it. Uh-huh. Y'all gonna and now, now you gotta go back and shut all the doors. All them doors. Good God. So he can all get out. Them doors. So he can get out. Talking well, about you praying over somebody and you going to see these psychics. Baby. Oh, uh, you know what? <laughs> Y'all gonna make me go there. Listen, <laughs> go go there, because we go. Y'all gonna make me go ahead. Go ahead. I just can't call the name. Uh, you got all of these people. You, you want to pay? And... You want to pay for hmm. your promises? Hmm. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Just come out of a devastating situation, and when I come out of it, uh, I say, "God, I feel so humiliated. Like so stupid. Like why?" He says, so where I'm taking you, you'll know the fake from the real. Yes. Hey, say you, that. You had such a close eye to it. Mm -hmm. Say that. Come on, you were the pastor's aide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you got to see a lot. A whole lot. That went on that some. Mm -hmm. that you don't and you still it. covered it. Yeah. Yep. Still covering it. Yep. Huh. And see, I'm going to tell you what kind of person I am. I'm the benefit of the doubt person. All yeah. of it ran out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It ran out. And it ran out to the point where I had to see it for what it was. Mm -hmm. Yep. God said, now what you gonna do now? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You gonna stay or you gonna leave? Because mm -hmm. you can't give the benefit of the doubt no more because it's right in your face. That's yes. right. And see, at, now at, least, at least you got the option. Hmm. Look. I didn't. I didn't get that. Me either. I got, I, got I, got whole, put out. I got a whole resignation letter with my name on it. I got put out. I got put out. <laughs> 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 I 
Apostle Adrian told me since she got thrown out. Yes. I got put out too. Said, what? Uh, yes. I got put. I got. I received the letter while I was away in school. Okay. Said, oh. You are no longer a member of such and such church. Whoa. All because when I showed up at the last church, the last service, I said, What thus says the Lord? The Lord. Okay. And the person looked at me and said, I'm the prophet of the house. You are not. I said, Oh, okay. So the Lord only talked to you. Who is that how that go? I My said, you know, I said, you know, the Lord told me that the Kool-Aid man had a big head and he can't fit through doors either. <laughs> Come on, here. <laughs> Look, my text me okay. message said I can't pastor a ghost. What? I got politely released. <laughs> my text message said I can't Ooh. pastor a ghost. <laughs> I, I was dealing with a couple of funerals and I'm <laughs> Listen, listen. I I have dealt with that. Literally being put out because I saying. told you what I told you what the Lord told me. Politely release, yes. We got to have you back, Providence. Yeah, right there, talking, Kate. Yeah. Can't pass the ghost. I can't pass the ghost. Yes. I yes. still got the text. <laughs> Listen, I still, girl, and I still got the letter. I look at it all the time. Oh, God. What? I look at it all the time. And then I sit there, you know, when I go on my prayer time, I say, Lord, well, I thank you for the letter. Thank you. And they blocked me. I didn't, I didn't get blocked now. I got blocked. I, I didn't get blocked. You put me out, but you watch everything I do. Watching you. You watch everything I do, though. Monitoring. And so, monitoring. like, you know, they're monitoring spirits. Oh, wait. They recently followed me on TikTok. <laughs> what? The one that can't pass the ghost? <laughs> but you following me. Okay, I'm really okay, following I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that go, y'all. Follow, every, follow everything I do and then say, let me know when you having something. Why? Like, you going to show up? Wow. No. Wow. Wow. No. Uh, like, no, no, sir, no, ma'am. But let no, me tell you. Love you. Let me tell you the benefit of the doubt all that rain <laughs> out. Okay? So I'm like, bam, you know. And what was brought to me Evidently, it was true. I had cut cut that person off from bringing stuff to me, but then when it hit my circle, it was the same kind of spirit, yeah, that, that hit my circle. When I say my circle, I'm talking about my daughters. Okay, so you got a lust problem going on. You're in my daughters' them inboxes and other women and uh, within the ministry, and then everything start looking thin. Uh, because they left, you know, mm -hmm. and then when it hit my circle, okay, so God said, now what you going to do? You going to give the benefit of the doubt anymore? Are you going to look at this thing head on? Right. I said, I got to look at it head on. Listen, and the thing about it is, I addressed it with a voicemail because of the fact I didn't go face to face because I was dealing with a very strong spirit of manipulation. 
because mm-hmm. they were still denying it. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? The funny thing about it is, I'm not even mad at you, but I could be. I could oh. be, uh, but uh, I'm not. I said, right. but what I am going to do is pray for you. I'm gonna keep calling your name before God, but um, I think you need to have like a sabbatical and sit down. Let God deliver you. Yeah. I said, and then uh, it's crazy because I'm thinking back, and God is bringing it to my remember remembrance. I never experienced a deliverance service within the church. Never had that because why now I know because when you're dealing in deliverance and if you shabby that demon gonna call you out yeah that part and tell your business because that's why we I said in number two that joke under you you never took the time to see who I was I could have been a witch up on that part right there I could have been xyz you never see where I'm coming from Mm -hmm. you never got the chance to know uh, yeah. Who I am or where I'm coming mm-hmm. from yeah. to have me up under you so close. Did you even care? No. Come to find out, no, you didn't. Mm-mm. Because what I was drawn to, you girls, uh, uh, Kamaria and Quinn, mm-hmm. I was drawn to the accuracy of the prophetic that was going Come on. Come on here. Mm-hmm. Could call your name, could call your numbers of your mm-hmm. social, could Come call on your here. birthday, could tell you stuff and be accurate and not miss it mm-hmm. but i found it was coming from the familiar uh-huh. mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. took a bunch of trips to africa but what yep, part yep, of africa yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. and when you come back i'm seeing different things within your that's office, where it, that's where it comes from your office mm-hmm. and uh found out this was all divination wicked mm-hmm. that's right from a familiar spirit that's why you're so accurate psychics mm-hmm. can be accurate yeah yes they can because you know what so i said god i have invited xyz of people some connected themselves and some didn't but i feel so stupid and humiliated god said but you had to experience that so because where i'm taking you gonna know that's it they're fake from the real just because they're accurate that's it because gifts come without repentance yes that's they it. do and that's the thing then then i understand now why you got people in position that live any kind of way Mm -hmm. they don't have to be accountable for it because you live in any kind of way way. Um, i understand now while why when the whole band comes in this whole section over here the atmosphere you get a contact from the weed Mm-hmm. Why? Because you just wanted to look the part, mm-hmm. like the entertainment band off the chain. Mm-hmm. Come on like, here. I'm about to have to pull my asthma pump back out. Mm-hmm. Come on here. Nothing is being checked, right? Because you know the life that you walking. That's it. So it's okay. Yeah. But God spoke to me one day when I was in there before I left. He said, "You know, I'm gonna have to bring it all the way down to bring it back up again." Mm-hmm. At the time. I, I I I really didn't believe what I was hearing, but that's what God was saying, because He knew that He was gonna open my eyes to the whole truth, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But this is this is what this is what's sad about that. A lot of times, when they're not walking right and you close to them, and the Lord give you discernment, you see it. They come at you as if they didn't do anything. Like you don't know what they have done. 
and yeah. we still cover them. Yeah. Why? Because of the God in yeah. us. Yeah. When I could expose yeah. all your stuff there, right? But I yeah. choose not to right. because of the God that I serve. Because but God see, is this, in the exposing business. But see, this is the thing. I did what the Lord told me to do. I didn't expose them to people, but I exposed them to them. Exactly. To them. Exactly. I said, let, I said, let me let me make one thing really clear. Really clear. I said, because the Lord is working on me with grace, because I haven't always mm -hmm. had it. Mm -hmm. Back then, I told him to, I told that particular person to his face. I said, listen, when I was in the street, they used to always say a hoe going to be a hoe. Mm -hmm. Come on. You know? I said, and they always used to say birds of a feather flock together. Like I, I said, so I'm not going to sit here and tell nobody what you do because you know what you do. You know what, what, what we're not going to do is you're not going to bring that to me. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. You're not going to ever make me feel like I am wrong for trying okay. to live right and really wanting to be a woman of God. And then you tell me that I'm dead wrong because I choose not to do what? Sleep with you. Come on. You go out and now you call now you call me a demon because I chose not because I said no. Because you say no and you want to live right, do the right mm -hmm. thing. But I'm the I'm the demon. But I'm the demon. I'm mm -hmm. the demon. Okay. This this is this is what you go and tell everybody because I said no to you. Mm -hmm. Because everybody else says yes to you. Mm -hmm. But I was no, I'm the dick. Okay, I'll be that. Mm -hmm. I said, How could you stay? How could I stay if I'm serious about my walk with Christ? And I'm the type for I'm gonna talk about me. Mm -hmm. I just can't, I can't, I can't okay. be done to the fact that I'm up under something that's I not real. Like, you got to have some kind of accountability. You talking about you being my that's leader. right, that's right. just me. A lot of other people might would say, oh, just stay, pray about prayer, honey. Let me tell you, I ain't got time to do that. Listen. When I just got to open my whole eyes to see it, it's time to make a decision, right? And it's time to shake the dust and move on, right? And, love and then people want to tell you, and then they want to tell you, oh, you left the wrong way. Really? really? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think yeah. so. What I, I, I pretty much feel like I should have left earlier, but I chose not to. That's that part. That's, that's that's what that was. I feel like I was slowballing it mm -hmm. because I was really hoping that you was going to change, mm -hmm. and you didn't change. So I left. Right. Come on. Right. And so you got all of these people. That's why I tell people when you really do find a leader that is true. Ooh. You better hold on. Hold on. Bless you. Okay. Hold on. hold on to what you got because mm -hmm. I promise you when you got a leader that walks the walk talks the talk and lives the life mm -hmm. you got it something. is very rare and you got something it's very mm -hmm. rare you hear me because you, you want to do they even believe what they preach and when you find out the truth no they don't mm -mm. No. they live in like a shed, got a beautiful family beautiful mm -hmm. And but you And I didn't leave in the mode where I'm trying to pull everybody that that I brought there away from. No, that ain't the attitude. No, no. I ain't telling nobody. I don't reveal it to you. Mm -hmm. Yes, I reveal it to you. If you ain't got sense enough to ask me why in private, and I will tell you. Mm -hmm. 
that means you really don't want to know the truth. Yeah. Right? So right you don't want to know the truth, stay put. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and then stay we put, but I will stay free. Right. That point. I had to get some major deliverance. My baby can yeah. I had to get some major deliverance. Because what I was up under, I was mm -hmm. I had to get some major deliverance. I and I could it. tell it felt like a spell was over me. And but it was spell have been broken. You hear me? Right. It has been broken, and that's mm -hmm. I yes. said, you got mm -hmm. I mean, you allowing stuff like this to take place. But God said judgment has hit the land. Yes, judgment yes. must begin at the house yes. of God. Mm -hmm. People don't realize God is meant to separate the sheep from the goat. Yes, yes. that's where the take place right now. He's okay, the wheat and the tear, mm -hmm. and the wheat from the tear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he so it behooves you. Don't you don't want God to humble you? Mm -mm. You really don't. <laughs> he is separating the wheat from the tear, and people don't understand it. Like he, it, plain church is out. Yes, it's it out. is. It's out because it's out. now it's about do you really want me mm -hmm. or not? It ain't about playing church. No, no, no. Because mm -hmm. there's coming a time and people don't even believe it. You know, you're going to be praying for peace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. It's going to be like he have turned a deaf ear. Right. In, in, in the midst of calamity. That's right. right. According to Jeremiah 4. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, that's getting ready to happen, boo. Right. You know, it's getting ready to happen. So God was just sharing with me Sunday. Make sure you got spiritual insurance. That's mm -hmm. it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, you're going to be lost. That's, that's it. Right. I'm not talking about religious insurance. I'm talking about spiritual insurance. That's right. But God, where you have surrendered all to him and gave him your whole oh, heart, everything. you know, and decided to lay down your life yeah. to pick up his will. Listen. You know, that part. <laughs> Listen, it, it, I keep going back, and I have said it multiple times, and I believe Quint even mentioned it on our last show to somebody where I've said it so many times, I can't even count anymore. I said, can y'all remember the part of the Bible that says, will you lay your life down for a friend? Hmm. I said, it don't mean it don't mean physically dying. Mm -mm. That's not what that means. I said, it means, can you lay your life down to go to prayer for them? Hmm. Can you lay your life, can you put your plate to the side and fast hmm. with them? Hmm. Can you, can, you lay, can, can, can you lay yourself to the side Come on, to draw them, mm -hmm. to draw them. And, and that's can you lay your life down it don't mean a physical death come on here because, because I know I know you're not finna jump in front of nobody or let's just make it a little yeah, bit easier can you just yeah. stop can you just stop what you're doing for a second and go give that person that's less fortunate than you a shirt or right. a meal can you do that or right. Right. Can you do yeah, something right. as simple as that? Can you buy them some McDonald's food? Right. How about that? Right. I'm not a, not even that. Not even that. If somebody if you Lord, don't know too. If the right. Lord said, I need you to cook some food 
Mm -hmm. Plate it up. Mm -hmm. And I need you to take it to people that you know ain't got no meal to eat. Mm -hmm. That you know. Can can you go and not judge them while you go? Can, 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 a, can a homeless person walk in your church and you not judge them by the smell? That wow. Can, can, a, can a homeless person come in your church and say, I just want to sit in here? Come mm -hmm. on, I just want to. And, and you not feel like you got to sit them in the very back because you feel like people ain't going to want to deal. That part. Mm -hmm. can, 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 a, can that happen? Can that happen where you at? He, and he waiting on you. He was had to pray. No, God waiting on you mm -hmm. to get you up out of his way. That part. We just need that a part. willing vessel. Can you that do part. this for That's me? The willing. Can you can can you do this for me? Can you sit yourself down for a few minutes and and, and let it be about who I'm telling you to go to and do mm -hmm. this for? And, and stop saying I'm not ready because he didn't say a perfect vessel. He said That's a willing it. one. A willing first, one. First of all. None of, the, none of the 12 he chose was perfect. All of them right. had issues. All Every of them. one of them had issues. Mm -hmm. None of them were perfect. None of them. And they did not become perfected while he was still alive. That Come part. on here. And so at the end of the day, at the end, they did not walk into their true callings until after he died. Because they didn't even know who he was when they was walking with him. But they didn't know who they was while they were walking with it. <laughs> that didn't even know. <laughs> have a clue. That was still scratching their head. Prime example. Let's talk about Paul. <laughs> Come on here. Talk about Paul. Paul was a murderer. Mm -hmm. I was going to say he was doing things right in the name of mm -hmm. the Lord. Mm. Until the Lord made him go blind and make him understand. Mm -hmm. You're not doing this for me. Mm -mm. That is not what I told you to do. That no, 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 no. Mm -mm. Let let me make you blind. Let me have mm -hmm. you changed up. Let me have you locked up, mm -hmm. so I can get you to yourself. So I can tell you who you are and what I really need you to do. Mm -hmm. Good God Almighty! And honey, when he came out, he came out full force, ready to go to full force. You hear me? The thing of it is, is when you truly meet God, there's a change. When you meet him, yes. When you truly meet him, truly meet him. It's like you come into your true identity. Mm -hmm. It's in him. It's in him. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at her. I'm looking at me. This ain't who we are. This fleshly realm. Uh -huh. True identity is in Christ Jesus. That's, That's it. it. And until we come into that, how will we know? Listen. What, what, I say, what it say? In him, I move, I live, and I have, I have my, my being. being. It also says to live is Christ and to die is what? Gain. Gain. Mm -hmm. when, when, when you speak that scripture, people are always thinking of a physical death. Right. No. To live is. We talking about you getting delivered. We mm -hmm. talking about you getting delivered. First mm -hmm. of all, yes, a part of you do have to die. Your flesh do. That. That's, that's the physical part. Sure but do. we talking about, we talking about you. Not giving up the ghost. That ain't what we're talking about. No, we, we talking, talking about, about you, you. We talking about you giving your flesh a eulogy. How about that? There? Yeah, right there. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> giving your flesh a eulogy to say, you know what? I'm done. Mm -hmm. You had enough. <laughs> I'm done. I'm truly done. Okay. I'm done. Reason why I'm done is because flesh, you ain't done me no good. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, good. All, all, all my life, you have hurt me, flesh. Somebody need somebody need to say that to themselves. Mm-hmm. Somebody need to say all, all my life, you have hurt me, That's flesh. Right. You, ain't done, you ain't done nothing right by me. Nothing. All no my life, thing. you have given me grief. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Who came along and gave me peace? Mm-hmm. I'm over here. Who came along and gave me my joy? Mm-hmm. Who came along and told me and showed me that I was somebody? Hmm. Come on here. Not my flesh. Not that my part. flesh. That part. Somebody right need to give their flesh a eulogy. Mm. Mm. Come on, today. <laughs> Tonight. Because I tell you, man, like, I, because let me tell you, we can keep going. <laughs> that part. We can keep going, but what if what is happening is. They don't want to get the flesh of eulogy. Mm-mm. I don't know. They no. don't want to do it. They want to pull the grace card. Mm-hmm. They want to take advantage of what God has already done. That's it. How dare you take advantage of his love? That's it. I the, it seemed like the closer you get to him, you falling deeper and deeper. How can you hurt or misrepresent the person you claim to love? That's it. Why would you keep pulling the grace card? Yes, he has been giving you, but why are you taking advantage of his love? The people say brand new grace and mercy. Uh See, 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 see. Listen, listen, this this is the disclaimer, folks. This is the real this is the disclaimer, and I need y'all to hear me and hear me well. Come on. Grace does run out. Mm -hmm. Hey, say it again. Grace does run out. Stop yeah. thinking that you can keep riding on the same grace that he gave you for your last struggle. Wait, Wait, how, about, how about stop mixing up grace with manipulation? Listen. Let's listen. go there. Because listen. a lot of people try oh and manipulate you and talking about, well, the Lord gave grace. No, you know you're wrong. You already know it. Accept- listen accountability that you're wrong grace do what you know is right do what you know is right because what if he come and catch you in your mess that part what if he come and catch the sugar daddy coming through the back door and you are in the pool but you got a shucky ducky coming in the back he got to eat god sees it all Mm-hmm. You're fooling the people, but you ain't fooling him. Mm. So what if he come and catch you in your mess? Listen. Oh, what, 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 you know what? I don't, oh, I don't, I don't know, Jesus. See, I don't, I don't know why we got to do this before we get up <laughs> First of all, I, I don't know who it is, but whoever you are, that, that you are in leadership, Come on, you, you you hiding a whole nother family for the family you got. Who my God tonight? You might want to get your life right. Ooh, I don't know who you are, but check your you inbox. Hear. Just listen, just That's stay out world. and amen. Go in her inbox right I, I now and say it's me. I repent. Pray for I, don't, me, I don't know who, who it is, and and please don't. God got us here for a reason, though. Right? Do not inbox me on the third on Thursday night doing Q and A because we not. I'm not addressing it. In, inbox her now. I'm not, I'm not addressing right, it right right now. She gonna okay. check it. Inbox her now and say it's me. Say out your name, man. I repent. Okay, I'm, telling you, yeah, 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 I'm telling you. 
the last time the Lord did that to us on the show, the person almost died the same night. We got a phone wow. call right after the show was over. Are you serious? Uh-huh. And they almost died the same night. Wow. I tell you, I don't know who you are, but whoever you are, I had picked you up and I had picked you up well. My I suggest God. you go fix it. Go fix it. I suggest you we can be here today and gone today. And yeah. not that you're trying to spare, we're not trying to spread fear across this thing, but we keeping it 100 and keeping it real because God is on his way back, you know? Yes, he is. People Check think they're going to, uh, you don't know when you're leaving here. So it will behoove you. I am so mad at that. I told you. It is on. I am so no. mad. That's why I said check your inbox. I am so mad at that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yep. It's in your inbox. Come on, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I am so mad at that. The exact message said, Come on, you move. Listen, it. it was meant for me to watch this tonight. Wow. I, literally, I literally just found out that my husband has a whole nother family. Wow. Look at God. I. You know what? Come on, come here. Okay. All right. It, it, wow. Okay. And and I just truly pray for you. All I can tell you is to pray for your husband. That's it. Yeah. All you can do is cover him, but he got to go to God for himself. Uh Yes. And and now you you don't stop covering unless the Lord tell you otherwise. Right. Because there are some things that people don't want to believe it that God would tell God would tell you not to pray for. Come on here. Oh, I they don't there. believe that though. I've been there. They, no, they don't. They don't believe that. But God there. will tell you, don't you open your mouth and say because it's not your assignment. I've been there. God knows that's true. He'll All stop I can tell thing. you to do is cover your husband. That's it, it is up to him to come out and tell you the truth. And I'm so sad that you had to find it from somebody else and not him. I am too. So I'm so sad about that. And I, I don't, I picked it up in my spirit so bad. Wow. And I, I, we, we will pray for you. But I we truly will. pray your strength. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I know I, it ain't easy. It, it's no. nowhere near. Um, I know y'all got some counsel talking, whatever y'all have to do. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, she, said, she said, and this goes after 22 years of marriage. My God, you know what? But you know, God is fitting to deal with that. He already dealing with it. He he already dealing with it because he done uncovered it. He done revealed yep. it to you. Yes, it hurts. <clears throat> but God is going to make a, a way of escape. Now, I'm not saying to, to leave. Wait, what yeah. I'm saying, a way That's of escape. He's going to show you um how to go in and how to come out and 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 he's 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 gonna relieve you because he know your heart is bleeding but you know what you hanging god is gonna show him who he truly is through you Uh through you right now it's your response to the situation Uh so you gotta be careful how you respond to this because it ain't about him God going to deal with you with how you choose to respond. Wow. Your response in this situation is key. I need you to hear me me well. Your response to this is what matters. That's it. 
how did you hear about us and how long have you been watching us? She said she has never watched us. She said, I said what I said just a couple minutes ago and her sister picked up the phone and said, she talking about you. Jesus. Wow. Okay. So she wasn't even watching. For she wasn't even watching. <laughs> she wasn't even watching. Lord Jesus. So it was meant for you. I'm telling you. I just all, pray all, yes, I, all I can say is your response is what's key. Mm -hmm. Make your response right for your salvation, mm -hmm. not for his. Not for his. Not for I his. Know, I know you hurting. And I want to share this with Don't you. Don't allow your flesh to do the talking. Mm -hmm. That's right. I want to share this with you, and I hope it helped this young lady. I, I knew of a lady say full of the holy ghost she was she was ministering at the time going through tremendous hurdles with her husband and knew knew he was going to you know be and see other women but when he would come home she would have his bath water ran she was doing things that it had to be god to do to do now now at the time me looking in on that i was saying ain't no way but it had to be the god in her that did it now, God have cleaned them up, washed them up. He's preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they're still together. But you know what? It, it was her response in the situation. It was her response. So people were looking in on it and they were saying, ain't no way. Ain't mm -hmm. no way. But it, it had to be the God of her. It couldn't have been her doing it. Woo! You see what I'm I saying? Know. But the God in her was still pouring out love on him. And yes. was, he might have not admit it, but it was confusing him. Mm -hmm. Come on. It was confusing him. And no it's doubt true. she was telling God all about it. It's the response. Coco, check your inbox again. But it's the response to the situation, sweetheart. Let God. It's not just her. Get let God truly, truly, truly be God. It's not just her. My chest hurt. Yeah. Ain't that something? After we get that one, now my inbox don't want to load. <laughs> Devil is a liar. It's mm -hmm. not just her. Mm -mm. Y'all, this storm, these weather men have talked what they're going to do. I ain't heard nothing. Ain't nothing. <laughs> Look at God. <laughs> no, the Lord is doing something, Fred. But um, after she checked this inbox, we gonna we gonna get ready to come. Yeah, on. we not we yeah. not. Yeah, we're not answering because it wasn't a question. They want no question. It wasn't a question. No, it, was, it's, it wasn't nothing like that. It's just the what the Lord said, and mm -hmm. at the end of the day, yep, they go one more. Mm -hmm. Wow. But it's it's the it's the person that did it himself. He said, "I am." He said, "I am an apostle, and I have another family that my wife does not know about." Wow. 
He said, I really feel like you was talking to me. He said, because I've been having dreams that my, he said, I've been having dreams that the chick that he got the other family with has been slicing his throat. Is he having chest pains? No. Ask him. No. He's he, he listening to you. No. Uh, oh, he said he's not having chest pains? Uh-uh. Okay. But he said he's been having dreams that the mistress got is, that. Killing, is killing him. Mm. So, all I, I, sir, again. So, his wife is in one part and he's in the next. I I advise no he's not he, that's not her husband that was the second person this is, this is somebody the second person that's what I thought oh this is second person yeah, all second I can person. do because the way it, she said it sounded like it was his wife no <laughs> all, all I can do is is advise you to get it together because yeah. I have seen a situation like this not play out so well mm-hmm. where the mistress did kill the guy she was with mm-hmm. and they found that particular pastor dead in the hotel room so did. So please get it together. And it ain't it ain't gonna be easy for you to tell her that y'all done. Mm-mm. That's what the dreams have been about. Mm-hmm. It's a warning to you, sir. So I, I don't know how you gonna handle this. I don't know what you're gonna do. But you need to get your you need to get it together. Mm-hmm. Um you might wanna t- you might wanna tell your wife Yeah, because she's about to be real spiteful. And you might want to tell your wife because that might be your only way to be covered. So that's all I got to say. I'm done for the night. Yeah. After that. My chest is hurting real bad. I love y'all. But all due distance. And y'all, y'all, y'all know that. And y'all know that this is y'all know I mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I can't do this before I get ready later. Okay. Because I'm I'm not taking it with me and I ain't holding it. Amen. So at the end of the night, I pray that you guys situation works itself out. Mm-hmm. For the young lady that found out, again, your response is key to mm-hmm. your salvation. Okay. And <coughs> to you, sir, you gotta get that right between you and the Lord, and you gotta make it right with your wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because she gonna find out eventually. Sir, how many churches are you running right now? Four. Four. Are you planning on sitting yourself down for a little bit? No response to that. So that's probably a no. Mm. So you leading your people astray and you're not gonna sit yourself down? Well, he's been doing that the whole time. You got a whole family, huh? Got that. But he he he's exposing it now. Mm. And the thing of it is, is the family is with one of the other churches. Because I promise you. You see how God was leading this a whole nother direction. Like mm-hmm. I had made up my mind. I wasn't even going to mention what I just mm-hmm. had to come out of. But yeah. God kept, y'all kept hitting certain spots. I said, well, dang, I must mm-hmm. supposed to go there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and then it helps, you know. But, but that's how the Lord this, does. This is what happens on this here show. He <laughs> always it's, say, "My life has destiny." Where anything can happen. It's what you wow. see now. What you see now is worse on the nights when we have Q and A. We yeah. have Q and A on Thursday, on Thursday night. So we let our supporters and viewers send in all their questions, and we will answer them wow. on Thursday night. It's worse than this on the Thursday night. We gotta have you up here on a Thursday night, bro. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, you do. What you wow. what you see what you see that just happened with these last two is nothing. Thursday night is far worse than this. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're actually been, gonna be on this Thursday. There's been like so much that has been welcome. So much that has been revealed and happened on the Thursday night Ooh. that we just be like, okay. Oh right. wow. Yeah. 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 Ow. Yeah. So it's it's a lot sometimes. So you know, we we have to stay prayed. Yes, <laughs> oh, like, oh, indeed. Um, yeah, we we've dealt with some stuff. Did yeah. the apostle leave after you said what you after you asked the question? He said no, no. Okay. Yeah, he he not he not finna know because mm -hmm. that's 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 I lying. Them mm -hmm. churches is lying in his pockets. I know it. Hey, that's so okay. it's not gonna happen. <sighs> Hmm. But that's that's really sad. Eight o'clock. It is. It's really sad. Really sad. Really sad. But yeah. he he can't continue like that. Um, we ain't got to say. Can... We we ain't got to say. Listen, Apostle. I'm assuming you're still listening. So although you're having a dream that the woman is cutting your throat, it's a warning. It's a, it's a warning. It's a warning. It's a warning, sir. I, so I, I you can't continue to walk in your title the way you are and mm -hmm. expecting God to bless you. So he is going to cut you down. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you try, as soon as you try to end it with her, she is going to expose you. That's where it's going to come from. So it would be better for you to sit yourself down. And the throat cutting could represent exposure. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, God is, is showing you uh, if you don't take heed, this is what's going to take place. Um, but it's, not I, saying, it's not saying that the girl is going to physically harm you. Mm -hmm. But it is a warning because the Bible tells us that warning comes before destruction. Mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. We shouldn't have to tell you this. I'm sure you know the word. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you, sir, that you might want to fix it before it gets worse. And or expose yourself. Because as soon as you, I, I, I know in my spirit, as soon as you go to tell her that you are done, she is going to expose you. Mm-hmm. But I pray that you don't allow your wife to find out like that, that you go and talk to your wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't let her find out that way. Don't don't let the other woman come to her. Mm. That's, that's not going to be good. But I'm going to leave that. Um, it is 11.15. <laughs> Listen, you, you know that we have went longer. <laughs> 
So listen, we, we I was supposed to be doing some homework tonight. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> we absolutely love y'all, but before she get up off of here, I want her to tell y'all how to find yes. her. Um uh if you have your own ministry, please say the name of your ministry. If not, tell the people how they can locate you, ma'am. Me. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I uh, belong to Ruach Ministry right there in Maple Hill, North Carolina, uh, where the Apostle Adrian is my overseer. Uh, that's how you can find me. Um, I truly believe that God is calling me into the prophetic. Just don't fully know yet, but uh, yeah, um, she know y'all. <laughs> I should know. You hear me? Because they some things of yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. That's who I am. That's where I, uh, you can find me. Also, I have a uh, page on Facebook called Decrees and Teas. Um, Enrica, by Enrica Evans. Um, God it gave me that to put in place. And I do a lot of posting of people that say encouraging things to, encur- to, to, to just to put it there to keep the people of God encouraged on a daily basis. Uh, sometimes he'll cause me to go live up there and um, share what he has given me or either and at the same time share uh, herbal teas that I drink. Um, even uh, introduce them to the CMOS. I have a CMOS group as well uh, on Facebook. But God is good. He has put a lot of things in my path and and and, and helped me work smarter where I used to work just seeing dollar signs and killing myself no i only work like three days a week Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh people say are you i work wednesday some wednesday thursday friday saturday i'm out of there and people say uh you think you're gonna go back to work on saturdays i said no i've been getting y'all ready for church over 30 plus years if you ain't ready for church by now shame on you this petition (laughs) will not be curling your hair for church (laughs) doing any type do on a Saturday so God has freed up a lot of my time and I feel is for kingdom yes he's freed up a lot of my time and I'm able to do kingdom because that's what I'm about amen well y'all heard it y'all know where to find her okay so y'all already know how this goes all right so I'm gonna give y'all a little bit of rundown we're gonna have the church announcements real quick Okay. And then we're going to get a benediction. Okay, so um, still, y'all still got time to get tickets for the Prophetic Conference that's coming in on July 29th. Y'all already know that it's virtual. Again, the theme of the night is preparation, labor, and delivery. And you guys, I will repost the flyer for the ones that haven't seen it so y'all can get it and y'all know where to register. It is going to be via Zoom. I want y'all to pack the screen out. Amen. All right, on that night. Also, uh, Quint's conference is also still coming up. If we do not look at the numbers and get the numbers that we need to get to be able to have it in person, it will be turned to virtual so that it can still go on and not have to be 
canceled. So that's what's coming up, running up right behind each other. The first one in July, the next one coming down the pipe in September. We are still going to have the worship night. So stay tuned to the um, the date for that. I will get with Mr. Billy Bradley and give y'all the date for the worship night. So we're going to have a midnight musical. We ain't had one in a long time. Amen. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and we are actually going to do a night of prayer, which is also going to be oh, virtual. Yeah. I will keep y'all posted for the night for that as well, because prayer is always needed. Yes. All right. So we're going to do a virtual shut in. All right. Amen. You know, so y'all come with your prayer cloths and prayer, get your, you know, prayer shawls and get yourself right. Okay. <laughs> we're going to have a good night that night. All right. So I just want y'all to understand that we are just trying to do what he told us to do. Amen. Nothing more, nothing less. All right. And so we love you guys to life. We love y'all to live, live every day on purpose and make it count. Y'all know how that go. So we'll see y'all on Thursday night at eight. I'll let y'all later. So it was a wonderful night. Yeah. Um, so happy to have had the guest on. And we will see y'all. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Don't go nowhere. Stay right there. Okay.